Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Hockey site in all the land, lcshockey.com. LCS, home of the nipple clamp. Yeah. Yeah, get them. They're going fast. All right, Mike Dell. Are you there? Larry. I know you're there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, right before the show, we, we were talking, mm-hmm. waiting to go on, and we were discussing uh, songs that you're embarrassed to say you like. Yeah. And now, would Beverly Hills be one of those? <laughs> because I don't know. If no, I'm not. All right. I like that song. I don't know why. All right. It's got a good um, it's got a good cadence to it. But I was just saying we were interrupting them in the show store, but I was just trying to say I don't usually listen to like music if I don't like it. Like I you just turn on you listen to the radio a lot, right? Not anymore, but I yeah, uh, yeah I But do you used to at work and years. stuff, correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See I was never exposed to a wide range of songs, so it's tough for me to say I like a song that I'm embarrassed to say I like because I just don't listen to shitty shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I hear you, but I mean, I think in the course of your entire life, uh, even on a date with one of the people you've gone out with over the years, I'm <laughs> sure at you. some point one of them said, listen, I just don't like Jack White that much. Can we just put <laughs> you know, the, the pop music channel on? Enough with Cobain, for Christ's sake. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. I just... I'm trying to think, but I can't think of. For example, give some people some examples, Larry, of songs that you're embarrassed to say you like. <laughs> There's songs, and don't listen. There, you know, even Brandon. I guarantee you, Brandon has a fucking Justin Bieber song or something that he digs, but he would never admit it to anybody. We all have those. Songs. Yeah, could you imagine the songs Brandon's embarrassed to say he likes if he if he's like yeah, champion really? car seat headrest. And you know the sandwiches. Yeah, what is he embarrassed about? So. Probably like huh. pen, pineapple, apple pen. He probably oh, actually long has that on his iPod. As <laughs> long as Oscar's singing it, I'm cool with it. No problem. Yeah, but let's get. Yeah. Uh, that's the list we should do with Brandon, though. You and Brandon could do your top eleven songs you're embarrassed to say you like. But you know what? He 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 wouldn't do it though. Because he'd be like, oh, I only listen to the coolest stuff shit you never hey, even heard of. Speaking of Brandon, real ah. quick, um, I saw, because uh, you, you, you texted or something, like that Jordan Peele guy is doing a reboot of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, you just hearing about this. 
Yes. I just heard oh, about okay. it a couple yeah. days ago. It, they've been talking about this for a year or so. See, again, I don't get exposed to new things. So are you excited yeah. about this? Will you Will you be watching it? No, because I don't have CBS All Access. Oh, so right. I'm not. Yeah. I don't buy it for Big Brother. I'm definitely not buying it for Twilight Zone. All right. Just wanted to check. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, so, Larry, last week we didn't do a show. And uh, yeah. you, you, you assured me when we were talking on Friday, we were like, yeah, let's just bag the show. And you said, well, don't worry, Michael. Mm-hmm. Next week I'll book somebody. That's true. I said that. Yeah. I was in I was in such a good mood, though, because we weren't doing the show last <laughs> I week. Know. I was like, oh, I got a, I got a whole week to do something. But I, then I didn't do anything. But then uh, yeah. I tried getting Leahy, but he said he's busy for the next few weeks. But he's coming on April 5th or 4th or whatever that Friday okay. is. And I think I have uh, Dick Belsky. He has a new book coming out at the beginning of May, so I think around May second or something. He's going to. He he reached. He, I love Dick Belsky because he always reaches out to me and says, "Hey, can I come mm-hmm. back on the show when I have a book?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." So Dick Belsky's coming uh, end of April, early May. Uh, Pat Piccarelli, we should get him back on because I guess he started his own podcast with that uh, Johnny Russo fellow who wrote a book with, uh, who played. Yeah. Uh, what was his name in uh, Godfather? Carmine? He, he was Talia Shire's husband in The Godfather. I can't remember. Yeah, his was name it Carmine? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I can't I can't remember. I don't think it was Carmine. I think it was, I want to say something with, right. with an R, <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, right. I guess Carmine. Carmine? <laughs> but uh, so he's doing a podcast <laughs> with that fella now. So uh, we got to get him on and talk about that. And then Michigan Frank says he's about ready for another appearance on the show. Mm. I'm sure he, mm-hmm. he he'd like to weigh in on Robert Kraft. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And uh, but for tonight, Larry. For well, tonight, hold on, hold on. But when we have Dick Belsky on, man, we can actually talk serious Browns talk, man. Yeah, they're going to be good. They got Odell Beckham. Uh, yeah, they're going to be good. Time, yeah. Gonna be really good. So. Nick Chubb, are you are you going to jump over from the uh, the Raiders to them now? Because now that you, I'm more a Raiders fan. They got Antonio Brown now, Mr. Big Chest. Are you excited for that? No, I'm not excited. No, <laughs> no, not at all. And then Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets, right? So, uh, just think like two years ago, if someone came mm-hmm. to you and said, "Hey, guess what? Within in, in two years from now, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to." Uh, trade Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell for a third and a fifth round pick. Yeah, that's basically what happened. And I would have went, "Aha, that's going to be awesome." <laughs> that's what I would have said two years ago. <laughs> the, the best running back, best wide receiver in football, gone for absolutely nothing. <laughs> Way to go! Yeah, I don't Way know. I think it's the douchebag quarterback. If you ask me, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm with you. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yes, sirree. Now, for tonight, though, Larry, who did you book for tonight? I got one, Kevin Jank. So let's bring (laughs) on my guest. This movie sucks shit. It stinks. Man, Batman and Robin was so gay. I want my eight bucks back. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan either. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. 
word, bitch. Phantom's like a motherfucker. Kevin Jank. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> we are uh, I apologize to everyone immediately. <laughs> no, this is like, There's so this many is good like trailers for upcoming episodes, and now <laughs> here's just like Batman and Robin. <laughs> you, no, no, you're, you're the uh, celebrity guest here. Uh, everyone's looking forward to this. <laughs> But you, we're putting you to work. You've been on like I don't know five times in the last six weeks. I don't know. <laughs> we're putting you, on, putting you to work. Good times. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, because Jank, once again, uh, I've seen a lot of movies. I uh, put together a top eleven. Oh. Go over that again. But uh, the other big news is this Sunday, you will be doing a show with Larry. Correct. That is correct. We're going to yeah. be talking about yeah. paranormal activity. Wow. We're going to be looking at that whole franchise eventually, but we're starting off with the first one this Sunday. Yeah. All right, so I'm ever so excited. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the franchise as a whole, but yeah, Pete's, I know, he, he's seen them all, and he loves them. Uh, I've seen the first one, and then I started watching the second one a bunch of times, but couldn't get past it after, like, half hour, just like I'm done. <laughs> Will you calm so. down? <laughs> I've never seen any of them. So far, I'm not a big fan. I'll watch part one again before, before Sunday. I mean, I just watched it about three weeks ago, but I'll watch it again like <laughs> probably tomorrow at this point. So what, what time is the big show on Sunday? Uh, uh, we're going to be recording it about 1 o'clock your time, uh, okay. noon our, my time, and 10 then Pete's crazy time. <laughs> then you, will you edit it up in post to make Larry sound smarter? <laughs> yeah, right. we'll add some like what robot sound effects. <laughs> Jack, what's, uh-huh. what's going on with this Skype? We ain't video chatting, are we? Uh, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just do the voice call. Yeah. Me and P used to do video. Uh, he still does, but I'm doing it on my Xbox these days, so I don't even have like video capabilities for that. So <laughs> I've just been doing voice. Right. What are you All playing right, on so- the Xbox? Anything these days? Um, I got the Resident Evil 2 remake, um, played the okay. shit out of that, beat like every, you know, version of the story, <laughs> but now I'm kind of done with it because I kind of did everything. Yeah, I, I'm just still playing NHL 19, Larry, until I get that uh, Jofa helmet for my little guy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, so, so you're going to play until you get that helmet NHL. and then stop? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know when you get the helmet at, because, like, there's... Uh, there's three levels of, like, prestige, they call it. And, like, each prestige level, there's, like, 50 levels in there. And I'm level, I'm prestige one, level 26. And I think the highest is prestige three, level 50. So I'm not sure if you get it, like, at prestige three, you get that helmet. Uh, I don't know. But uh, you sound like you're a lot of prestige away from getting anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to take a while. But, uh, yeah. I, I got I got some new skates. Uh, here's a question for you, Jank. I'm sure you'll know this answer. Uh, <laughs> when when you unlock things, you know you get different equipment and everything. So I got these skates the other sure. a couple of weeks back. Uh, they're narwhal skates. They're like a tannish brown with like little narwhals on them. Okay. And, and now can you explain to me what a narwhal is? <laughs> uh, I mean it's kind of like a dolphin, right? With a Big well, pointy unicorn horn on its front. Yeah, I think it's kind of like some little sea creature with a unicorn horn. But like, when did they get popular? Like, I I know there's like a narwhal <laughs> song or something that people were singing a couple years ago. Or like, 
you're the pop culture oh, guy. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I, probably the first really encounter I had with him was back on the show Freakazoid in the 90s. I remember he made some narwhal okay. jokes, <laughs> but that was a long yeah, time Larry, ago. Larry, do you have let, any let narwhal me, uh, knowledge? No, I don't. I've never heard right. of this. And here's the thing I'm confused about is you, you don't know Jordan Peele's making a Twilight Zone reboot, but you know about the narwhaled? Yeah, because I, I seem to recall like a commercial. Wasn't there a commercial for like maybe a phone company or something where they're like singing that Narwhal song or like a couple years back? And I don't know. I don't know. So but like, I do recall that just last unicorn. week they were. Um, oh, it's a dolphin unicorn. Is that what you're saying, Larry? Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that. That's how I took it when Jank described it. It sounded like he said like it was a, like a dolphin with a unicorn horn. Oh, it's actually apparently a thing. The narwhal or narwhal is a medium-sized toothed whale that possesses a large tusk from a protruding canine tooth. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was a fictional character. I didn't realize it was a thing. I know. <laughs> no, it's a, wow. yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> wow, how about that? The I don't know what's like the a big real, rage real thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real-world thing. It uh, lives year-round oh, in the yeah. Arctic waters around Greenland, Canada, and Russia. So it's, it's, it's a type of whale with a long tusk. Huh. I'm going to ride the tusk. <laughs> I'm sure you will. At <laughs> <laughs> some point in your life, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But, uh, all right, so, Larry, getting back to the paranormal show, uh, paranormal activity, are you oh, yeah. excited for for the uh, <laughs> Sunday podcast? The original Janksters right here on the LCS Hockey Network. That's right. Uh, yeah, I like, I love that movie, especially the first one. <laughs> God damn. I believe it's streaming on Hulu, right? Uh, it's, yeah, either Hulu or Amazon, so. one or the other. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to watch Plus the rest of them, to... but at least that one's. Easy. <laughs> I got the DVDs. Oh. <laughs> For all of them? How many are there? Six? Uh, not all of them, because there's a shit ton of them. <laughs> with it. They're not all good, I'll tell you that much. But... Oh, really? Yeah. Are, are you sure? Yeah, yeah I'm, definitely, I'm definitely sure. So, oh, speaking of DVDs, you know what I bought today on Amazon? I got Private Eyes coming. So hopefully it's nice. early enough Sunday I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I used to have it on VHS, already, yeah. but then... Hey, I was going to say, I thought you yeah, it was VHS. VHS. Okay. Yeah, it was just VHS, so... It's fucking 23 bucks. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, you got to pay for Don Knotts and uh, Tim Conway. That's not, yeah. not cheap. Jake, you ever see The Private Eyes with Don Knotts and Tim Conway? Uh, no, I don't think I ever did. Uh, I do like Don Knotts, though. Yeah, it's, and it, it's very and, funny. And it looks like there are uh, six paranormal activity movies. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, like the the one that's called The Marked Ones, that one's really bad. Uh, that was number dimension five. Is also kind that's why of they didn't bad. even give it a number. They're just like, you don't need to see yeah. this one. Yeah, that, that other yeah. one you mentioned is number six. They were the last two in the series. So, yeah. yeah, those ones are pretty bad. <laughs> the first really going out strong. Okay, Jank, real quick, before we get into anything. <clears throat> um, so after I get this Skype thing figured out, 
Like, do I just plug <laughs> some kind of headset into my computer, or do I just talk? Or I don't. I, I'm so old. I've never really used it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I mean, most computers, like laptops, have mics built in, but otherwise, you couldn't <laughs> uh-huh. plug in any whatever headset you use for the show. And phone, I'm sure you can plug that in as well. Yeah. It's like your little headphone jack, and it'll work yeah. the same way. You, you know right. what you should do, Jank, is later after the show you should, like, fax Larry some instructions. Cause I'm sure he'll be <laughs> Yeah, I need photos, too, like naked you ones. Fax and then <laughs> what, do I call into a specific number or just this number? Uh, I guess, like, once you get logged in, I think it'll ask you to create, like, a profile or whatever. Just, you know, put your name in and an email or something like that. Um, and yeah. then either search for me or let me know that you've done it, and I'll try to search for you. All right. All right, fair enough. All right, I'll be fine. I got all day tomorrow to figure this out. <laughs> God, probably wait till Sunday morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, yeah, it's not too so complicated. Jay, you'll you'll figure it out. The, the hey, wait, one more thing. Mo- oh, okay. I just wanted to let you guys know. Well, I wanted to let Mike Dell know because he didn't hear about uh, you know Twilight Zone. So, <laughs> um, did you know that uh, there's a new season of Arrested Development next week? I think. Yeah, I'm burned out. I, I gave really? up. I didn't even watch the last one. I don't think. Um, did they have on the, like, how many uh, seasons? Have there been already? Um, there's been two Four? that have been on Netflix. Yeah, so I think I think there was three originally. Wow. Or at least like yeah, two and they, a half. Maybe they cut the third one short or something. Yeah, they're like two and a half on the regulars, I believe. Um, so I only watched one season on Netflix. So if there's been two, I on watched Netflix, them both, I but I could not really remember what happened. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it sounds like well, they're all a bunch of dicks anyway, right? Like, uh, wasn't there, like, a big thing? <laughs> so oh, yeah, Tambor I guess, like, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah, he's supposedly David a Trott huge asshole. A, kind of a dick, too, so uh, fuck him. I don't care. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they took out, like, a, there's an ad on the back of uh, the Entertainment Weekly, and it seems like this season... Uh, based on the ad, it's like a murder mystery. It all seems like oh. kind of like clue, clue-ish type of thing. Mm. Well, that's up my alley. So, yeah. yeah that's maybe they, maybe like, they killed Jeffrey I, Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, now that you say that, I don't think he's in the photo. Oh, there you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mike Dell's moonlighting as a writer. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> Um, all right, well, maybe I'll check it out then. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, Jake, you, you are a movie expert, so the big movie news at the moment is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Now, Captain I'm sure you've Marvel. seen it at least six times by now, correct? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I saw oh. it the one time, and I think I'm good. <laughs> oh, ooh, was... oh, no. All right. <laughs> all right, tell us about Captain Marvel. It was uh, it was pretty brutal. I think. Wow. <laughs> um, honestly, I want to say that this is my new um, bottom of the MCU list. Wow. <laughs> so what I would really be the, just what would did be not the like previous it. Bottom, like Thor two or. Yeah, probably Thor: The Dark World is probably the very bottom before this. Wow. But I think oh. yeah, I would rather much rather watch that 
you know, three times and watch this movie again. <laughs> oh, my God. That one. Yeah. Nothing, nothing about this movie worked at all. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, I think like, uh, it feels like Tomatoes, it's, it's getting a 79 at the moment. 79 or yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, um, like, <laughs> there's been all these stories since the movie came out that they've just been chucking out people who give it a bad yeah. review, <laughs> yeah. like, by the thousands, so you can't really trust those numbers. <laughs> um, it seems to be doing well at the box office, correct? Like, is it, it's making money? Yeah, it's definitely making money, which I think is more to do with the fact that you kind of have to see it because you you know you're curious about Endgame. Like you got to fucking, they're kind of forcing you to see this one. Yeah. Because if it was just a standalone movie, I don't think it'd be doing so hot because on its own, it's just not very good. To be honest, like most of the time, I, by 15 minutes in, I was completely checked out and was just like, "Can we just get to the end credits scene? <laughs> That's all I care about now." <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, uh, some of the complaints I've heard were like it just seems like it, the only, it only exists just to get to Endgame. Like there's no real story development or character development of Captain Marvel. No, no, oh, she was awful. Like Brie Larson was terribly miscast because she just did not work as a character <laughs> at all. Yeah. Now, now did she um, not work as the character like as you know the character in the comic books, or does she not work like just like if you were watching this movie fresh with no concept of yeah, the yeah, would she be okay? No, or is it only you know? No, I would say no. Like she didn't work on any level. Even I mean, I don't know all that much about the Captain Marvel from the comics, at least not her version. So it's not like I'm going in with massive baggage on that one. Um, so it was just that the character didn't ever work. <laughs> she really didn't have much in the way of personality. Um, they tried to, like, like they had her, most of the movie, she's believing that she was a Cree, and, then, you know, she doesn't know about Earth stuff, but, like, do they, when she gets to Earth, she seems to know how everything works and doesn't find that weird at all. There's not, like, any cool, like, fish-out-of-water stuff they could have done with her being from space, but no, nothing about that. <laughs> like, there's just no, like, most Marvel movies, it seems like they've, especially the recent one, they've tried to do something a little bit different than the other ones. This one felt so the same, but yet also took out all the humor and all the good parts <laughs> and actual characters that you care about. So it was just kind of very bland. Now, I, I also heard there's a cat that plays a prominent role. Uh, Goose. Yeah. <laughs> Goose, which is uh, G.I. Jolie's cat. That was the name of G.I. Jolie's cat, Goose. So, uh, yeah. So thumbs down on Goose the cat. You're not a fan. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the cat plays a pivotal role in one certain thing, which just was awful. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I think we're going to spoil it here, but I I believe. Yeah. Don't they say like that's how Samuel L. Jackson lost his eye? Yeah, the cat scratches him in the eye, and then he fucking loses it somehow. <laughs> it's like what the hell? <laughs> hey. Talk about paws. a kick in the pants. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, I guess you could say it's kind of funny. I mean, because everyone's coming up all these theories how he lost his eye. It had to be something huge. And eh, the cat scratched him. I don't know. I, can see I don't know. I, it, it drove Hilarious. me bonkers. It was kind of like, it reminded me of the whole Martha thing in Batman v Superman, which is like, who okayed this? <laughs> who thought this was going to go over well? 
Yeah, I mean, I can see what they're trying to do, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't have done it either, but um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I see what they're going for. But also, the uh, you know, obviously in the comics, the original Captain Marvel was Marvel, uh, who was a Cree. Yeah. The character of Marvel is in this movie, but it's Annette Benning. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's an old woman. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, they they kind of did the same thing with Doctor Strange, and old Oriental guy becomes a white lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Captain um, Marvel wasn't even an old person. He was just a he was a fled, like a big superhero. Like an important part of the comics, and they're just like, oh, now he's an old woman who doesn't do anything. Um, so, so, like, Supreme uh, Intelligence, remember, they kind of mentioned the Supreme Intelligence a couple of times, you know, the Kree, the big floating head in the tube. Yeah. But they don't do that. They just kind of have, oh, it appears to everybody differently. So it's huh. like, aw. <laughs> this could have been cool, but you blew it. Larry, did you have a question? Well, I was just going to say, like, even when I was watching the trailer, I kept thinking, like, A, you know, what's up with Samuel L. Jackson's face? And then, two, <laughs> I don't buy Brie Larson as a badass. I just, like, I never yeah, I'm with watching you. her in the I'm suit. I'm like, I just don't see her being tough guy. I just don't. Yeah. No, she couldn't pull that off. She couldn't pull off any kind of humor. Not that they really attempted much. She just, like, I mean, she's good in, like, dramatic pieces, I guess, sometimes. Like, Room, she was good in, but certainly not this where she's, you know, supposed to be likable. (laughs) Not so much. Um, How are, like, her powers and stuff? Does she seem, like, cool as a hero, or...? Uh, I mean, for most of the movie, the vast, vast, vast majority of it, she can kind of do the blasts, but that's about it. She, like, doesn't realize that she has, you know, that she's so powerful until, like, the last 15 minutes. (laughs) So even that, you're just like, well, so we have a lot of of the movie just kind of, you know, let's go to this space. Let's go around here. It felt very much like an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., more so than an actual theatrical movie. Oh, all right. And speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Coulson's in there, right? Uh, he makes an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Very briefly. He's like a rookie. Yeah, it didn't seem like they tried to de-age him much. He still kind of had receding hair. <laughs> yeah, that's what, uh, when Larry was saying Samuel L. Jackson's face looks weird, like, didn't they do some sort of technology to, like, make him younger or something? With, uh, yeah. Which that I thought they did a good job on. I, it was right. totally realistic. But even Sam Jackson, like, he's normally so great, and I love him as Nick Fury, but they didn't give him anything to work with in this movie. Like, he was trying. He had energy and stuff like that, but they just didn't give him anything good to say. And and the reason they have to de-age them is this is set in the 90s, correct? So, yeah. Is there, like, a grunge soundtrack or something? Do they... uh... Uh, It is a lot of 90s bands, but, of course, I guess because, you know, it's... It's a female hero that's pretty oh, much all Lord. female artists. Oh, good <laughs> they have to grind that home. Including like, <laughs> the, uh, the, final, <laughs> the final battle scene, they uh, played No Doubt's Just a Girl because you haven't gotten the uh, message yet. That is terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> yep. Like, like it was so cringeworthy. That, that is just bad. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was awful. <laughs> like you know, every I, flashback to the, she finally starts to remember her past. Apparently, she can only remember parts or moments where men were mean to her for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, movie already. Yeah. All right. All right. It was so dumb. I got a question. Here's the only thing I really Mm -hmm. need to know is a uh, any other crossover heroes and b what does this have to do with the fucking Avengers movie? (laughs) Uh, Very little, to be honest, other than. Uh, in the well, I'll give you a spoiler alert here. And the first post-credit scene is basically kind of where Endgame left off. They're kind of all the Avengers, remaining Avengers, are back at the lab. Um, they apparently have found Nick Fury's beeper, and it kind of shuts off, stops transmitting. They're like, "Oh shit, we got to get this thing, you know, up and running again." But like, we don't even know who's on the other end of this thing, but and like uh, the Black Widow just kind of says like, oh, well, Nick Fury knew, so we got we to gotta do this. And then all of a sudden, Captain Marvel appears, you know, behind them, looking exactly the same as she did 20 years ago. <laughs> they didn't seem to try to age her up very much. Well, she's Cree, I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know. She ages her. Um, is, is, there, is there another post-credit scene? Uh, yeah, the the there's one after the, you know all the credits, where it's just the cat throwing up <laughs> the tesseract. So it's just like a minute of watching this cat try to puke up the tesseract. Why? Why did it's the cat eat so the awful? Because <laughs> it's like a space cat who has like tentacles and stuff in its mouth, and oh my he just kind of ate it during the movie. <laughs> and then spit oh. it out on Nick Fury's desk later on. I didn't know it was a space so cat like, with tentacles and shit. I thought it was a cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but when he scratched Fury, he was just being full regular cat mode. So it's not even like, oh, he didn't get hit with the tentacle. It was just a cat's paw. Yeah. This sounds <laughs> dumb, this movie. It really is. <laughs> wow. It was I'm brutally dumb. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch this one again. Um, there really was nothing nothing worthwhile other than the Stan Lee cameo is pretty good. What's he do? Because it harkens back to uh, to Kevin Smith, which I was, I was like. Uh, there's basically like the part where she's trying to track down one of the scrolls on like this train. And uh, Stan Lee is on the bus, basically playing himself, um, reading the script to Mallrats, practicing for his line. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. I like that. Hey, hey, speaking of the Kevin Smith, Larry, I saw, uh, I think Jericho is going to be in his new movie, right? The, the Jay and Silent Bob or... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Jericho's yeah, in it. I saw that. Yeah, Chris Jericho. David Sheck told a story. Yeah, it sounds about like there's going to be a lot of uh, oh, a lot of cameos. Well, what, the, what what the Damashek? Because I guess Jericho was on talking to Damashek about Gretzky, right? Wasn't that what was happening? Uh, I yeah, I think they were talking about Gretzky. Yeah, but he was telling a story on the most recent Days of Thunder about how. Jericho mm-hmm. was telling him that you got to always stay in character, always stay in character. Yeah. And uh, I guess he was at this. He he was going up this escalator one night, going to to the ring or whatever. And there was like this 
dad and his kid behind him, and they wanted to take a picture with him, and Jericho wouldn't turn around. He just wouldn't turn around, and <laughs> he, he said it broke his heart or whatever. He got to stay in character. He was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a heel. You're a heel. You can't be signing autographs. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, he's a dick, anyways. Right. That that was just Jericho being Jericho. <laughs> yeah, he does. Stuff. Trying I don't to know. reframe he, it later on. You hear some different things, but yeah, he does seem kind of like a dick. But I don't know. Um, Jank, yeah. uh, oh, uh, what else? Uh, have you seen Wrestle with the Family or Wrestling with the Family or whatever the hell that's called? Uh yeah, we talked about that last time I was on. Uh it's decent. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm not gonna yeah, say it's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what what else is out? I was yeah, just trying to think fun. of other movies I wanted to see. Uh, what, what else? Out there. There's not a lot out there right now. Um, I was <laughs> basically forced, I guess, this week to go see a movie called Captive State <laughs> because it was like the uh, only thing coming that? out. Uh, I mean, I went in expecting absolutely nothing, and there were some interesting parts, so I guess that's a win. <laughs> I never but heard of it. I, I wouldn't say it's great. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just started seeing ads for this probably like two days ago on Facebook. Um, had not heard of it once before then, but it was directed by the guy who did the first um, of the reboots of the Planet of the Apes. Not like the you know Tim Burton one, obviously, but the uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Right. And uh, it's kind of set in like the, you know the future, and these aliens have invaded and kind of taken over, and they're now our legislators, and they kind of decide what happens and all this stuff. And there's kind of you know a group of humans trying to rise up against them type of deal. Um, I can't say that it was really good. <laughs> I never really got that invested, but there was a lot of cool world building, um, and it did have some cool elements to it. So. I mean, at least it had some stuff going for it, and they clearly put a lot of thought into it. So I got to give it some credit for that. It's getting right. a but 62%, I definitely two percent, sixty-two at Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, that sounds hey. about right. Now, did you go see Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase? <laughs> I did not. Right. I didn't even know oh, that was dang. a movie. Uh, <laughs> what about Starfish? What the hell is Starfish? I've never even heard of this. <laughs> I think you're just making things up now. 94% approval. Starfish. <laughs> uh, when a mysterious huh. signal triggers an event that sparks the end of the world, Aubrey Parker is trapped in her dead best friend's apartment with a single cassette tape labeled, This Mixtape Will Save the World. <laughs> Sounds like it's a brand like that, new movie. What was that Netflix show with that suicide girl in the fucking tape? <laughs> Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the movie version. Uh, yeah, Star- <laughs> Starfish is getting ninety-four percent. Nancy Drew's getting seventy-five. So you might want to give that a whirl. I don't know. Try uh, Nancy. I don't even think that's Where's playing around here. Like I haven't set. seen that pop up. <laughs> um, yeah, there doesn't seem to be too much out there. Actually, not that long ago, I think. Now that I think of it. Hmm. You played it because I found some. Uh, yeah, like I've got a bunch of like old cassette tapes and uh, I was looking through them one day and I had some that have like old, you know, like talk shows on them and stuff like that. So I was listening to some of those. So you're telling me you still have cassettes and a cassette player. Cause I don't even have a cassette <laughs> player here. 
Yeah, I've got some kind of stereo that's got like, you know, one of those five CD things, and it's got a thing for, uh, you know, hooking your iPod into it, but it also has these two tape decks for some unknown reason. Huh. Oh, oh hey, Jank, I know what I want to ask you about Captain Marvel. I forgot. Well, how about the Skrulls? Aren't the Skrulls in there? And they're like good guys, right? Yeah, which that was weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've always kind of thought, if anything, they're both kind of bad guys. Both the Kree and the Skrulls are kind of assholes. Yeah. But they tried to make him out like, oh, no, they're just trying to find a new homeworld. <laughs> <laughs> the, the squirrels are those guys that kind of look like the Green Goblin. <laughs> like green. Yeah. Aliens, and they can change shape. And they can shape shift. Yeah. You know, who was, who, what was that squirrel's name? What was his name? Who could, he took on all the powers of the Fantastic Four. Uh, the Super Skrull. Super Skrull. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They really, they really sat around for a while, uh, brainstorming that uh, one. But he was cool. He'd yeah. like have uh, things fit. Colert, I think, was his name, like his yeah, real name, his scroll name. But uh, so are, now, are the scrolls? Are they really good, or are they just like pretending to be good, and then they're going to turn out to be evil, like in the next wave of Marvel movies? Yeah. I would think that's what's going to happen. Like, I mean, yeah. she's. I, and they made it seem like she's been off with the scrolls for the last, you know, twenty years, trying to find them a new homeworld and defeat the Kree or whatever. So maybe not all of them, but I've got to imagine that uh, the next Avengers movie after Endgame, they're going to have to, you know, they'll be like, oh, somebody's been a scroll the whole time. Yeah, it's going to be secret. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would think. Uh, also, didn't coming. they have the uh, other Captain Marvel in there? Uh, Marion Rambo? Wasn't she in the movie as well for a little bit? Oh, um, well, kind of. She's like a little kid. Like, apparently yeah. in this version, you know, Carol Danvers and her mother were friends in the Air Force. And, you know, Monica Rambeau is just like a little kid in this one. So I'm guessing yeah, by now she would be an adult in the in the timeline. Yeah, because I think they're going to make her, like, in the next group of Avengers, right? Don't you think she'll be... I guess so, but I can't see why you'd want to do that. <laughs> you don't need two Captain Marvels. <laughs> well, but but like maybe this Captain Marvel will be like you know Earthbound with the Avengers, and the other Captain Marvel. Like, like do you think Brie Larson's going to join the other Avenger movies, or she's always going to be on her own doing stuff? Ah, uh, they've made it seem like this is you know they want her to be the new face of the franchise. It seems like. Oh. Which, <laughs> it's a terrible mistake, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you recast. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Yeah, it seems like that's the way they want to go. But there is some good news in that uh, I heard just today that they have decided to rehire James Gunn for Guardians 3. See, that's that's not good news to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like what kind of get work. <laughs> but that's just me. Excuse me. Is he a pedophile? I don't think he's or a, actually a pedophile. He, he just a made joke some jokes. About pedophile. He made some jokes with another convicted ped- uh, child guy who was convicted for child porn, and the jokes he was making. And the guy who was convicted for child porn sent him a, a link of a 13-year-old girl choir, and and the joke that James Gunn made was that he was jerking off to it. And you've seen it. I've jerked off to it multiple times. And that guy who sent him that was arrested for child porn later, and he would attend movie uh, premieres with James Gunn. So he's not just some dude. He's a really close friend of James Gunn. And it seems like he took the rap for James Gunn and was – James Gunn, he's a fucking sick motherfucker. Don't – it's not – I know Mike L is always loving him on Twitter. No, no, no. Mike James Gunn is a fucked up dude. And it's just the 
tip of the iceberg that the people know about him. And uh, it's a dark, dark shit, and fuck James Gunn. <laughs> so that's all I've got to say about James Gunn. Fuck I think it's in the thunder in time. <laughs> yeah, I, am, <laughs> I want nothing to do with uh, Guardians or James Gunn or anything. Fuck them. <laughs> well, you should know want about these people, the Guardians better. anyway. But the, less you, the less you know about these Hollywood fucks, the better. Trust me on this one. You don't yeah. want to know. You do not want to I feel know. Like that's true. But everyone's saying, "Oh, he just made some jokes." No, fuck him. He was—he was in his mid forties when he's making these jokes, and older than that. And he's joking about fucking his own daughter, uh, <laughs> wearing her out uh, with anal rape. Yeah, that's a joke you want to make. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. So yeah. Anyway. So you're a fan. <laughs> yes, I'm a fan. That's what I'm <laughs> fuck James Gunn. All right. Um, hey, uh, speaking of Mike yeah, L, did you watch the Funster? No, I did not. Yeah, Larry told me Mike L made some sort of movie on Facebook. I don't know. Oh. It's like a video. Uh, it's like three, four-minute long video where he's playing a character called the Funster. First name is Fun, last name is Stir. And uh, he kind of looks like the Riddler, but he's doing these really uh, – he's pranking his roommate, and it's it's kind of funny. I liked it. Does he sell meat at any point? Yeah, that's why I asked Larry. No, not in that one. Related, but, but, but the girl's – Pretty cute. Yeah. Oh. All right, Jake. So well, uh, I've, I've got another list of eleven things I've watched. Um, I think uh, see like eight documentaries, two TV shows, <laughs> and a fiction in film. A <laughs> two TV shows, like full shows, yeah. full runs of shows. Yes, on Netflix. Wow. Just season one. They're, they've only had one season each, but I plowed through. That's that's still pretty impressive. But uh, I'm sure neither of you have seen these shows. I guarantee no one anywhere within the sound of my voice has watched one of these shows. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is it called? Is it called Camp Pay Will Take It Away? Because I've watched. It. <laughs> no. <laughs> no <it's not> really. <laughs> um, although uh, before we get, I, I did also want to touch on uh, Umbrella Academy. Because I uh, remember Brandon was on, and uh, he said he liked yeah. uh, episode one of Umbrella Academy. So I figured, all right, I'll give it a whirl. And uh, Brandon described it as X-Men directed by Wes Anderson, and that's pretty much exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't Jank, sound like something I'm interested in. Have you watched any of it, Jank? No. My sister did. Is, she liked it a lot. but It is definitely ripped off from uh, Wes Anderson. It's like, it's so blatant, like these people are just. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe if you like Wes Anderson, but I mean, I do think he's a little too precious for me at this point. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, but uh, Umbrella Academy, there's also like at least four music montage fight scenes in the first episode. It's like enough. Already. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's all style over substance, and maybe it's I'm like sure a Sons of Anarchy cool. episode. Yeah, I'm, Will I'm you calm down? Not, it's not geared <laughs> towards me. I like that show, but... It's based for high schoolers and the like, and I'm sure they will enjoy it, but... Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just too old for it. I don't know. Too old. And yeah. Were any of the musical montages <laughs> to Just a Girl? No. <laughs> no, thank God. Whew. I, can't be- I can't believe they actually did that. That's <laughs> so dumb. That is so funny. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> Of all the songs I could have picked. Uh, uh, so yep. That's terrible, terrible choice. Most of it was like that. It's like, oh, this is way too spot on to be, like, fucking interesting. 
It's like we have to spell things out so much. I hated it. Yeah, what a so, terrible uh, movie. I'm not a fan of the Umbrella Academy either, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if you really like style, <laughs> blatant style. Yeah, maybe get into it. All right. Um, hmm. Number eleven on the list of uh, things I've watched. Uh, the she or what? Well, it's just called Chic. Chic. Oh, I thought you were going to say Shield. I was like, oh, <laughs> make you humble. <laughs> A documentary about the Iron Sheik. I, I think it's on Netflix or I don't know, maybe I don't know something. I can't remember. All right. But uh, yeah, the Iron Sheik. He's an interesting fella. Uh, but yeah, he, <laughs> he got into the crack, doing a lot of the crack. And, uh, yeah, seems kind of like an asshole, right? I mean, Larry. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, kind. Of, yeah, he. Yeah, he could be. He seems like he could be a dick. He seemed like a good dude in his younger days. He was like a, a, a security for the uh, Shah of Iran, and he was an Olympian and all that. But uh, then he, you know, got into the drugs, and seems like he's a dick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I had no idea he played such a, like, The Rock is in this documentary, you know. I guess this was made, like, what, six, seven years ago or so. But, uh, the uh, Iron Sheik was apparently a big influence on The Rock. And, uh, so how about that? Finally. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you want to know more about the Iron Sheik, what's Sheik? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sheiky. Jake, uh, you see Sheik? No, can't say that I did. Uh, number ten, the the only fictional movie on the list. Jake, I'm sure you. I don't know if you've. I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure Larry has. Called Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, <laughs> I have right. seen that. Oh, all right. Well, this is good. <laughs> yeah. I guess the guy who directed it is also the guy that directed Arrival, correct? Yep. Like this, as uh, well as Prisoners and um, oh, the Blade Runner movie that came out last year, twenty forty nine. He's done a lot of good movies. Now, oh, now this, uh, he did uh, Sicario as well. That was a great one. Yes. So this was like his first or one of his first movies. <laughs> yeah, um, I like the look of it and I like the direction and everything. But basically, the the premise, Larry, is Jake Gyllenhaal plays a uh, well. At first, he plays a high school or not high school, a college <laughs> history professor, and he's kind of miserable in his life. Even though he's got like this this smoking hot girlfriend who he just bangs and then she leaves, and but he's just kind of miserable. He's not um, enjoying life. And then one day he uh, he starts watching this movie and he notices a guy that looks exactly like him as a bit part in this film. So he starts looking up this guy's life and he finds out that this actor looks exactly like him. So he starts yeah. researching this actor and he becomes obsessed with like finding out who this actor is and and, and they meet and uh, it's just weird because they have the same voice, same mannerism, same everything. Mm-hmm. And this actor guy is uh, engaged or married is that his wife or are they just engaged whatever but she's this cute little yeah, blonde pregnant like with his his baby and, and yet this guy doesn't seem all that happy with his life either so this is the part that I don't like Jenk. He, he goes up to the guy <laughs> and, and he says he, he acts like he's all mad that uh, he meets this history professor his doppelganger and he and he's like threatening him he's like 
uh, I'm going to beat you up unless you let me have sex with your girlfriend. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes off like, the rails you, pretty quickly. Yeah. Did you understand that, Cenk? Like, why did that happen <laughs> that way? No, I remember a lot of confusion in this movie. <laughs> it made no sense. more so once you get to the end. But, but like, yeah, like why wouldn't they like why wouldn't they just do it like okay here uh, well wow why don't we just do the old switcheroo you know like I live your yeah. life for a while you live my life for a while let's see how it goes just <laughs> do that but instead they have them like I'm going to threaten you and if you don't let me I'm going to bang your so so he goes off to sleep with the other guy's <laughs> girlfriend and so but then the history professor guy he goes well well if he's going to go with my girlfriend I, I'm going to go go to his place and he goes into his house and he and he ends up banging that his girlfriend so but uh, they did the switcheroo but it just wasn't a willing switcheroo which is <laughs> yeah. a willing switcheroo yep, so then been fine. the ending jank would you like to describe the <laughs> like if anyone watches this movie and oh, the ending, they get to the ending and they don't say what the fuck I would be amazed <laughs> yeah. so from what I remember yeah. after they'd done the switcheroo the the one guy is kind of falling in love with the pregnant woman, I think. Like, I think he wants to stay with her anyway. Um, yeah. The other couple, they're, like, out for a drive, and the car flips over, and well, I believe they both die. Well, they're they're Something they're like at the hotel. They're, they're off on a weekend together to have a weekend of fun together, and they're having the sex. But then she looks down, and she notices that on his ring, his finger, he has the impression of a ring on his finger. And she's oh, like, what yeah. the hell is with your finger? And he's like, it's always been that. It's always like that. And she's like, no. So she, so she thinks that he's a different guy. And she's all freaked <laughs> out about this. And she demands that they go home. So when they're in the car driving home, they're still fighting, and then they wreck, and they die. But here's the thing. If you're so freaked out about this, that, oh, my God, you're not, who, you're not my boyfriend. You're just some strange guy trying to fuck me. But let's get, get in the car with him. Together. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> It made no sense. <laughs> but, so then the other the other guy who's with the the pregnant lady now who uh, the the interesting thing there is that she realizes that he's not her guy the actor guy and she's fine with that mm-hmm. because she kind of didn't like the actor guy like he was she thought he was cheating <laughs> on her anyway so she has sex yep. with him because she's open to having sex with this guy and and so it looks like oh well they're going to stay a happy couple and then Jank what a happy ending to her. <laughs> Yep. He's talking to her because again, it's a little pizzagaty in the sense that there's a secret society banging. Uh, it's very complicated, but he's talking to her like while making plans for the night. He's like, do you have plans for tonight? And she doesn't answer back, so he, so he goes back to look on her to check in on her. He goes, hey, uh, and he opens the door, and what does he see, Jank? Ah, <laughs> uh, this giant spider. <laughs> yes, and then that's like, how the movie bigger ends. than a person sized spider. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I have now, no idea what the ending of this movie was supposed to mean. Now, at, at the beginning of the film, the first scene you see is a Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's the actor guy. But he's at some secret club, like sex club, with a bunch of other guys. And they're watching this late, uh, these ladies kind of have sex and stuff. And then the one lady... Mm-hmm. They, they come out and they open up a uh, like a silver platter thing where they take the lid off the plate and a big tarantula crawls out of the plate and then they have this lady in heels like step on the spider. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So then, <laughs> so then later in the film, 
the history professor who is now pretending to be the actor, he finds out about this secret sex club thing. And right before the movie ends, he gets the key in the mail of because uh, they change the place all the time. So he gets a key to go mm-hmm. back to the sex club. And that's where he's saying, do you have plans for the night with the wife? Because he has somewhere he has to go. So he wants to go check out this sex club with the key. And so I don't know. It's all so fucked up. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, the movie ends. There's some kind of metaphor going on there that I just could not grasp yeah, the life of Did you me. even tell, like, it was a spider at first? Like, I had to go back. I just saw a big blob of something. I'm like, what the fuck? I figured it was a spider. But I, I, I had to go back and look. And I still couldn't even tell it was a fucking spider. It was just so weird. Yeah. It's such a weird choice, I, <laughs> and it's just hard cuts to an end, and you're just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I'm a big fan of the whole doppelganger premise of stuff, because Dostoevsky wrote a, a story called The Double, which I love, and so I'm always a sucker for doppelganger stuff. But Yeah, so that's why I wonder great what's premise. Movie, but then it, so, so now, do you think, so the, the movie's also very weird, because Isabella Rossellini plays uh, his mom, and the way they do it, it seems like... It, She's the mom to both of them, but it's just the one guy. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it, it, it's like the one guy split off from and created two people from the same body and the same guy. But yeah. Very weird. I don't. I don't know. I. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty good movie up until that point, and then it just got super artsy in a way that I couldn't even follow anymore. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, like supposed to know what the spider is. <laughs> The beginning of the movie is so also I don't feel very like this was slow. Set up. Like the first ten minutes is painfully slow. They need to do something more yeah. there. But but like once you find out that Gyllenhaal finds out he has this double, it gets pretty interesting. Until the other double says, "Well, I'm going to bang your girlfriend." Unless like that made no sense. <laughs> and then after that, there's other stuff that makes no sense. And then the final shot of the spider. I, I want everyone out there to watch this movie. It's called Enemy. I think it's on Netflix. And uh, if you can see the end of that movie without saying, what the fuck, you win. Okay, that's, that's the enemy challenge. Just what the fuck? <laughs> the like enemy it. challenge. Yeah, it's the enemy challenge. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah. enemy. <laughs> that's enemy. <laughs> I don't know where else to go with that. And then I, right after that, I started to watch uh, Larry. I'm sure you've heard of this movie. It's called The Invitation. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I've seen this. I think. Is, is that any good? Like, I don't know. Uh, I heard. I started watching it, and like the guy and the girl are on their way to a party or something, and they hit a coyote or something, and he has to like kill it in the road. So I'm like, ah, fucking, I'm out. I just left. Like, it sucked. I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. You, you know how you don't want to start your movie killing an animal. That's how you really don't. Want to <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll check out on that one. All right, number nine. Uh, what happened to Miss Simone? What happened, Miss Simone? This this is a documentary about Nina Simone, who uh, was an old singer from the fifties and sixties. Anybody? Did you ever hear of her? Simone. Uh, I've heard of this documentary before, but I can't say I ever heard of her. Um, I think her most famous songs would be. Uh, my baby just cares for me. Like my baby doesn't care for shows. He doesn't care. He just cares for me. Did you ever hear that one? Or you you put a spell on me. Did you ever hear that song? You put a spell. On oh, me. okay, that one I know. Yeah, it's Nina Simone. All right, so uh, she was a prominent African American singer back in the day, and she got really involved in the civil rights movement. But she got like 
overboard, like like militant, violent, angry in the civil rights. Like she was mm-hmm. advocating for like hurting people and stuff, and so she kind of lost her way a little bit, and her career tanked. And it turned out later in life they found out she was bipolar, and hmm. so she had like an interesting uh, career path and trajectory, and uh, a troubled lady. Let's put it that way, a troubled lady. But, um, so I don't know if you if you like any uh, any boobs. Talk- no, no. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's an interesting documentary. I, I'm a big fan for like that era of the '60s and the civil rights movement and the the prominent figures, especially anything with Malcolm X. I'm really into. So, um, and she knew all those people, and she ran in that circle. So, uh, um, it's you know, might give it a whirl if you're interested in that sort of thing. All right, uh, number eight. Uh, here, here's the TV show. I'm guessing no one's ever heard of. It's on Netflix. I plowed through all season one. Uh, cricket fever. Cricket fever. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's hard knocks for cricket. Um, I did see oh, this. Oh, man. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, I it, follows, it follows the Mumbai Indians of the Indian Premier League, the IPL, the, the cricket. Yes, the cricket league. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just... I'm just fascinated by cricket. <laughs> so I just put it on. It's a, it was a good show to just have on in the background when you're working, you know, because you don't have to pay attention to it. And there's a lot of episodes. Good, so just let them roll. Wasn't Tuffy talking about this about two weeks ago? Uh, we were talking about cricket with Tuffy, but I don't know if he mentioned cricket fever or not. But uh, No, but he likes cricket, though. Yeah. Yeah, we were both talking about cricket. Yeah, so, I'm sure. so Tuffy, if you have the Netflix, watch Cricket Fever. Because Mumbai, they, they had one, like uh, – a championship, then they lost, and they won the championship, and then this is the year after their second championship in three years. What is going on? <laughs> Sorry, right, bro. All right. Sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, uh, so it follows their season, and it's not a very successful season for them. So, yeah. Mm. But, uh, but if you like cricket. Do they get whipped and stuff if, if they don't win? No. No, Larry. Like, so <laughs> they don't. All right. I didn't know yeah. if they took cricket seriously and shit. But they, oh, they take you it know, seriously. Like, you know, like it's, they'll murder referees in soccer and shit. So I didn't know. I didn't know if cricket. Went I, to I just I'm always fascinated by something like this because like it's so huge over there. Yet over here, like in America, you know, no one could give a damn about it. But over there, it's like hugely popular. You know, yeah. so it's just fascinating yeah. to watch. I don't know. Anyway, okay, uh, number seven, another documentary. Bombshell, bombshell. It's about uh, the old Hollywood actress Hedy Lamarr. Now, oh. this, this will be interesting because uh, Jank, did you watch Agent Carter? Do you remember Agent Carter with? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, Haley Atwell. Yeah, Good I Lord, that. I love me some Haley Atwell. Uh, but <laughs> season two of Agent Carter, if you remember the plot of that, there was a Hollywood actress who. Uh, was like a scientist who discovered something. Uh, I, I forget what she discovered, but it was like the whole premise of the show was this Hollywood actress was involved and stuff. And basically that character was based on Hedy Lamarr because while Hedy Lamarr was a Hollywood actress, she was also a an inventor. And she invented a type of uh, radar and sonar to help detect German submarines in World War II. And she was like, had all these ideas, and basically that same technology is the reason that we have Wi-Fi, 
and mobile communications was basically because of what Hedy Lamarr did in the 1940s. Yeah. Yeah. I believe they did in, uh, an episode of Legal Tomorrow. <laughs> on, uh, or Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, on, uh, the CW. The yeah, where they okay. went back and, you know, encountered her and kind oh, of okay. spurred her on her way type thing. Yeah, well, it, it, of course, familiar. the thing is, the the government stole the invention from her, of course. And she didn't get any money <laughs> for it ever. And yeah, it, it wasn't until like, like it wasn't until like right before her death, uh, she just died. Uh, uh, fuck, she made it into the two thousands, I believe. And uh, it was just shortly before her death, she finally got credit for it. But they still didn't give her any money or anything. <laughs> they just acknowledged her <laughs> contributions and and like you know they actually acknowledged what she had done. Um, so yeah, she had an interesting life. She was married like six times. So, right away, that undermines any argument for her being a genius. If you're married six times, yeah, sorry, beat it. But um, <laughs> yeah, she she had an interesting life though. She wasn't she wasn't like uh, she never went to school or she she didn't know how to. She was just like the creative genius. She had ideas, but she didn't really know how to execute them. You know what I mean? So yeah, she wasn't really like in a laboratory working on shit all the time, but. Uh, well, I do that all day at work Damn. where I'm like, you, you know, it'd be cool if I could just fucking you know, make this thing where I didn't have to come to work and I could make a clone. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe in like 60 years there'll be a documentary about you called Bombshell. That'll be great. It should be. Maybe I should get credit for multiplicity. That was my idea. <laughs> uh, number six. Maybe I'll come up with a pooper scooper to clean up all the poop in the warehouse floor. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Especially if it's orange. All right, uh, number number six, Team Foxcatcher. Team Foxcatcher. Oof. Now, Jank, did you see the Foxcatcher movie? I did. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty did, good. I did not. I did not see the Foxcatcher movie. But uh, this is the documentary about the real story of, of the Foxcatcher. Uh, you. About the DuPont and the Olympic wrestling team and Dave Schultz and all those fellows. And uh, what is the story? A little diddling? Is that what was going on or something? I don't know, Uh, but that's what I always heard. They didn't mention any of that, any even (laughs) hint of that in the documentary. Yeah, movie was like that too. See, I don't know. I don't know. I have never researched the story at all. But DuPont is basically this crazy old guy who uh, gave the Olympic wrestling team, because this is before anyone gave the Olympians money, you, you know, you had to just find a way to train. So he he has this big ranch in, uh, like, uh, I think it was Pennsylvania, correct? And upstate North Pennsylvania. I think so. Sounds about right. And uh, so he just paid for all their training. They all lived there on this property. Um he paid for all their training, but he was a really weird dude because the DuPont family, again, they're 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 neck deep into the Pizzagate stuff uh, with the kids. So uh, he uh, just grew up weird, and he he like would try to wrestle with these dudes, and they would put like fake wrestling tournaments on, like they'd let him compete, and they would like tank and let him win and stuff. So it was just very bizarre, <laughs> and he had all these weird habits, and he had, he liked guns and stuff. So one day he just goes up and he just shoots Dave Schultz and just kills him. Yeah, but before that, there were so many red flags. Like, because he was talking about people living in the walls and all this other weird shit. Like, like they had many warning signs for me. And the worst thing that happened along the way 
was uh, he just kicked all the black guys off the team because he thought black, the color black, was evil. He wouldn't let anyone dress in black, and he just kicked all the black guys <laughs> off the team. And, like, Dave Schultz and, and everyone else, they just kept going along with this shit. Like, when they kicked your guys, your teammates off the team, like, that should have been it. No, enough. Enough with the craziness. But yeah. Dave Schultz, they, they just kept going along with it. So at some point you're like, hey, I feel bad for him, but what the fuck? What were you doing? You know, like, how did you yeah. not see this coming? Um yeah, I'm sure it's a tough situation because you're kind of, you know, you don't have a yeah, lot of but, options. This might be your only chance to yeah, and really I get ahead Dave, in the field you want to do. From Dave Schultz's perspective, he's saying, uh, I guess if he would just shut down the program, if they'd leave, then everyone else, all the other wrestlers would be screwed too. When it would just be him. Yeah. So I guess from his perspective, he's trying to keep it alive for everyone else. But at the same time, if you're a teammate and, they're, and this guy's being a blatant racist, kicking off your guys, like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Like at some point, yeah. no, that's not acceptable. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's a fucked up story. Um, I, I should read it really more is. because I always heard there was something else going on there. But uh, yeah, do a conspiracy well. segment. Yeah, That'd be maybe. Great. So uh, Foxcatcher, Team Foxcatcher, it's definitely worth watching as a documentary because it's strange. That's for sure. Any All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry here. This one, uh, <laughs> I know you love Larry. Three Identical Strangers, number five. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good one. Uh, remind people what it's about, Larry. Uh, you know, this guy figures out he has a twin, and then the news picks up on it, and then the twins realize they have a third brother, and then it turns out that they were separated at birth because they were conducting its experiments on these three to see how they would adjust to different, like, socio or, you know, economic classes, and then one of them died. Yeah, one of them killed himself. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're you didn't see this, Jank? Uh, no, but I knew most of the story, except for the fact that one of them died. I didn't even know that part. Yeah, he uh, shot himself. So, yeah, you, oh. it's de- it's definitely worth a watch. But, yeah, they were trying to do this study on nature versus nurture, you know, to see which one, which one it would be. And But the, the, the cool thing, though, I thought, was uh, how he found out he had a twin. He just goes to this junior college, and everyone's talking like <laughs> they know him. And here he finds out that the year before – his brother, his twin brother, went there, and he had no idea. Like everyone's confusing him for his twin brother, and then he's like, uh, again, it's the whole doppelganger thing. Like there's another guy looking like me, running around. So then when he tracked mm-hmm. him down, they found out, yeah, they were twins. They're all adopted, and yeah, um, yeah. The the the, inter- the other interesting thing, Larry, is for them to do this study, uh, this adoption agency. They planted uh, girls with these families first to test the families, and then they put the boys in and started doing the study on the boys, which yeah. I thought was, that's some long-term <laughs> planning there, you know what I mean? <laughs> to really plan that shit out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I remember, wasn't one like in a, you know, uh-huh. lower class, one middle class, yeah. one, you know, upper, upper class. class yeah. yep. And then they were Which was the one that killed the, himself? The one that killed himself was the middle class, right? I can't remember. Yeah, I think the middle class guy. But you, the other thing that was interesting too was uh, that, like, even though <clears throat> they didn't grow up with each other, or whatever, they still had a lot of the same mannerisms, the way they smile, or you know, the way they say particular words or phrases. Unless they, they just said, you know put a little act together after they got together, you know what I mean? 
It didn't seem like it, but then yeah. like, they also because no. they were like hugely. They were on all the talk shows. They were on Donahue. They were on everything back in the day. This was all around like '82, I think, uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. And um, were they, they all in like a similar geographic location? Yeah, all like New York area, like Long Island. Oh, okay. Somewhere around there. And um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. They they said they all smoked the same cigarettes even when they met and everything and. They like the same food, <laughs> same taste in women and everything. Um, but but wow. then they said, well, of course, then the brothers, the two older brothers, when they're talking about it in the documentary, they're like, yeah, we always talked about what we had in common, but, you know, what people didn't pay attention to is all the differences in us. And, and then they, because they all ran a restaurant together and, like, running the business kind of strained their relationship, and then the one guy left. And so, yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah it's a good movie, watching. though. And uh, there's also a documentary called Twinster. Have you heard of it? I guess it's like an Asian girl is watching YouTube and she sees someone like herself. And and uh, so she starts researching who that other person is and she finds out that that's her twin sister too. And so I guess it's a similar thing. But I haven't watched that one yet. But, huh. And then do they try to make a movie and the guy takes the film and doesn't give it back for 20 <laughs> yeah. years? No, that's, uh, that's Shirkers. Shirkers. <laughs> Um, number four, the two killings of Sam Cooke. Uh, this is on Netflix. Uh, Sam Cooke was a uh, another famous singer in the 50s and 60s, and another big mm-hmm. guy in the civil rights movement, and a very pivotal African American celebrity at the time, and very influential. And uh, he ends up dead uh, at a hotel room. Uh, it's a very suspicious. The, the documentary is more about his life. And his death, they just talk about a little bit at the end. But uh, there's a conspiracy there, too, I should research, because I haven't done any Sam Cooke research. But because he was buddies with Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh, Medgar Evers, he knew them all. So when they all died and then, you know, Sam Cooke ends up dead, like, well, was he part of the culling? And was he taken out as well? But there are some uh, circumstances around his death that are are weird. So, um, But basically involved a hooker. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you know, getting <laughs> shot by a hotel manager who had ties to the mob and everything. So, um, yeah. And he was also trying to start like a uh, a union for musicians, and the mob was mad at him for trying to start a union. So uh, there's all kind of angles you could go with it. But uh, it, it's a good documentary. Um, and again, if you're into the '60s and that kind of stuff, it, it's pretty cool to see because he was buddies with Muhammad Ali and. Um, he was all over the place. So, yeah, Sam Cooke. Um, and number three, uh, along the same lines, uh, I Am Not Your Negro. I Am Not Your Negro. Huh. <laughs> the, the documentary about uh, James Baldwin. James Baldwin, the author James Baldwin. Are you familiar with James Baldwin, Larry? I know you're big into the literature, so. <laughs> well, that's who, uh, that's who Baldwin Jones was named after on uh, That's exactly what I was going to tell you if you forgot. I was going to remind you. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, NYPD Blue, the character Baldwin Jones. <laughs> his, his parents named him after James Baldwin. Yeah, uh, James Baldwin, he was one of my favorite authors. Um, his, probably his most famous is uh, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Um, uh, Sonny's Blues is a very famous short story he wrote. The Fire Next Time, Another Country. Uh, I, I love it. He's a great writer. Just so everything he writes is so smooth and elegant, and I loved it. Uh, in fact, when I was in my twenties, when I was studying all the old classical literature and stuff, 
my favorite writers are, are of course, Dostoevsky, um, Fitzgerald. I, I like Kerouac. I, I studied him a little bit. But I really studied uh, uh, James Baldwin as well because he was tremendous. So it, this documentary, the, the way they do it, it's cool. It's uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. But they, he had a book he was working on towards the end of his death, and he had only written like a 30 pages of it or something. Um, and it was going to be about his experiences with uh, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. And so the docu- documentary they have, uh, I, I think it's Samuel L. Jackson who reads it. I uh, I didn't even realize it, but I think I saw his name in the credits. So I was like, oh, well, that's weird. Um, but uh <laughs> It, they just read the the transcript of the manuscript that, and then they uh, put in videos of stuff from the era and interviews with Baldwin and and they just chronicle his life. It's a really good documentary. So check hmm. it out. James hmm. Baldwin. Did Samuel L. Jackson just throw motherfucker in there? <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even realize it was him, <laughs> uh, but I should probably confirm that it was him. But I, I swear I saw his name as the narrator, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Nice. I uh, love me the James Baldwin. All right, uh, number two. This is the other show on Netflix. It's called Losers. Losers. It's a half-hour, uh, like, little mini documentaries about uh, famous losers, <laughs> like people in sports. Oh, yeah, never, like never a lot of sports-related bullshit. Yeah, it's all sports-themed. Uh, yeah, like, that's why I didn't watch it. it. It's really good. It's really entertaining. Um I'm trying to think of uh, some examples. Like uh, the one I watched the other night was, uh, <clears throat> remember that guy in the British Open? I think his name's John Vandeville or Vandewill or whatever. He had like a, a three-shot lead on the last hole of the British Open, and he lost. So they talked to him. And, yeah. Uh, there's a there's one about the Canadian curling team. That's really good. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, a guy who had yeah. the Masters. I think knows about that curling one. Team. Yeah, there's, there's one they about, talk to uh, Scott Norwood or anything? No, they don't talk to Scott Norwood. Yeah. Uh, there's one about a uh, soccer team in Ireland, I think, that's uh, like really bad, and just they talk about them how bad they are in one of their most famous games. And um, hmm. what about well, uh, Bill Buckner? Nope, nope, no, not Buckner. Nope. Um, they they talk to uh, this girl. She was a, a French uh, figure skater. Uh, like I fucking can't remember her name, but in the early '90s, she was around the same time as Kerrigan in them. But she was like really a dynamic figure skater, but she never won. And like racism may have played a role in it as well why she never won. But that's a really good episode. I'm trying to think like the first one, I can't even remember. Then there's one about a famous streetball legend who never made any like is always never made the NBA because um, he never. This really sounds really bad. bad. No, it's really yeah. good. There was one about the then there was this kid who couldn't play stickball. No, no. <laughs> There's uh, one about a lady in the, who always runs the Iditarod race, you know, in Alaska, the sled dogs, and uh, she finished second three years in a row. And uh, then she had another incident happen that was really uh, – then there's another guy who was an Olympic marathoner who got lost in the Moroccan desert. <laughs> That's a good – uh, I'm trying to think the first – like, what was the first episode, though, that I watched? I can't fucking remember it was a kid who was playing jacks, but he could only get two Z's. <laughs> uh, tell you, it, it's really good, man. Oh, oh, Michael Bent, the boxer, uh, Michael Bent. Um, yeah, he was good. But yeah, losers, check it. It's very good because they, it's because they like mix in animation and stuff with it. So 
It's very entertaining. I think there's like eight or nine episodes, something like that. So, Phew. Hmm. God. All right. Number one, uh, this is on Hulu, uh, and I believe it just won the Academy Award for Best Documentary, Free Solo. Free Solo. Oh, oh I yeah, I believe I, it did. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> uh, all right, for those who don't know, uh, this is the documentary about the – I think his name is Alex Hummold or Hamold or H-O-M-M-O-L-D, something like that, Hummold. Uh, I saw a special on him, a TV show about him uh, years ago. And uh, he's a, a fella. He, he's a, a mountain climber, rock climber, but he does it without ropes, nothing. He just climbs. He just scales the face yeah, of the rock. Climbs. Yep. And uh, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It is fucked up. Huh? Is there a giant yeah, spider at the end? No, no, there's no John Spider. But, <laughs> but you, you watch what this kid does, and uh, you're like, what? Because I don't know how old he's now. He's probably like maybe 32 or something by now. But it's it's so weird. He just climbs up a mountain. No ropes, no safety precautions. <laughs> just climbs right up. <laughs> and, you know, is, it, yeah, what, is it Mount McKinley? Or, is that what he's climbing in this movie? Uh, no, he's climbing El Cap. Uh, it's, it's called El Capitan. It's a mountain in um, oh, what is it Yosemite or some some part okay. here in the United States? All right. Uh, but either but way, it, um, it's very tall. <laughs> it's very tall. It's like yeah. I forget how tall it is, but no one had ever climbed it before, free soloing it because it's so. I it, I can't even. I, it took him like. Spoiler alert, he lives. It took him like four hours. <laughs> four hours to do Dang. it. And it. But it's it's so ridiculous. I, I don't... If he slips, <laughs> he's dead. Like if his, yeah. his finger slips, his foot slips, he's dead. Like how do you deal with that? Like if you get halfway up and you're stuck, you're fucked. <laughs> like how do you... <laughs> well, at least, well, at how least do you, this time he, he, he had some... Well, you you walk up to the top and then you can walk down like you're just climbing. You know, it's like a uh, it's like a, a, a face path. of the mountain. So, yeah, there's a path down, and you know. Um, oh, I see. But he's just climbing the straight vertical face of it. And, right, uh, right, right. Yeah. But like, at least with the documentary team there, like it's weird that they're filming, and he says it makes him feel weird that he's people are filming because you know climbing by himself and he falls and he dies oh well whatever but if he dies and basically mm-hmm. in front of his friends that he says oh well that's fucked up i shouldn't be doing it but at least if they're there like the, he he tried to do the climb one day and he he just wasn't feeling it so he says i don't this doesn't feel right so i'm just going to get down so they were able to bring him ropes and stuff and he climbed down so at least there is a little safe there but um Usually he does this on his own though. He'll just go out and do it on his own without people filming. It's like, what are you fucking doing? And like, he's not the only person in the world. That, like other people have done freely solo. It's been a thing for many years. But um, mm-hmm. as the one guy who, who used to do it is in the documentary with him. You know, he's like his mentor and he helps him plan his his climbs and stuff. And he's like, you know, <clears throat> most people they they do the free solo climbs and they don't keep doing because they usually just die eventually. <laughs> so it's like, you know. You might want to stop at some point. But but the reason this documentary is so good is uh, they get into, like, who he is, like, why he's able to do this. And it, they, they run a test on his brain, and basically they find out that the part of his brain that 
gets stimulation, it's pretty much real quiet. Like he just doesn't get stimulated <laughs> from things. And uh, his dad had Asperger's, I guess, and he probably has some sort of spectrum. He's on there somewhere because mm-hmm. he's like emotionally distant from people, and he has trouble having uh, relationships. And but the the fascinating he's got a girlfriend though, right? Yes. He he gets a girlfriend when he's out doing a book tour. He meets this girl. This girl meets him and just gives him his, her number and says, "Call me." And he's like, "Oh." All right. So he calls her, and uh, <laughs> and they hit it off. And they've been together for like a year or so. But once they, and she's super cute. But once they get together, uh, he falls and breaks. He has a, hurts his back. He has a compression fracture and two vertebrae in his back. And it was like the first time he'd ever fallen and gotten hurt. And then Ooh. later on, when he's training for this El Capitan climb. He falls again and sprains his ankle real bad. And so he's starting to think, like, what's going on, you know? <laughs> now that i got this woman in my life, my, is it my, you know, my distra- am I distracted? Am I not focused as much? Uh, but what's going on? Women so weak in legs. Yes. <laughs> you can't be having sex. It you. So, uh, so it, that's playing on his mind, too, as he's trying to do this ultimate climb. And it, it's a great documentary. Yeah, definitely check it out. Free Solo. There's no way. Huh. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like, how do you even like? I don't know, man. It's fucked up. Because then she feels like shit because she doesn't want him doing this. You know, she's worried about him, and she, yet he just goes, oh, "I want to keep yeah. doing it." So there's no way. How does this relationship eventually? Like, he either has to stop doing this, or that, that eventually the other relationship's going to end, right? I mean, because she has to always feel, <laughs> she's always going to feel like secondhand concern. You know, like she's not even number one priority in his life. It's always. So, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound like it's uh, meant to last. Because, like, when he, when he did the climb, uh, she left. Like, she went back home. And he said, well, because he didn't really – he didn't tell her to leave, but he, she could feel that he, don't, she, he didn't want her there. And uh, <laughs> But, like, what's that like? like? When she's leaving that day, she's driving home. She doesn't know if she's ever going to see him again. He could easily die, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, that's rough. <laughs> it's, up. it's not like just a spider at the end of a movie fucked up, but it's fucked up. <laughs> there's no way I could watch that. I just there's no way I could. Watch that. <laughs> yeah, you do I'm feel so you know it's gonna be all right. Yeah, you know it's gonna care. be okay, but but still, my hands would sweat so yeah. bad Dude. through that movie. <laughs> Like I was watching it when I was writing and stuff too, but uh, or editing. But um, I felt my hands getting clammy. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my hands definitely get clammy on heights when I'm watching it. Even on I, just, I just can't imagine what that. Yeah, I guess kind of get that. Like if you're on the wall, like I can't imagine what that's like. Knowing like if you slip one second, you're dead. And there and there's no quick way mm-hmm. to get out of it either. Like if you're committed, you gotta you're at least three hours away from finishing. You know what I mean? Like. There's no like tapping out, like okay, I'm done. You just appear on the ground. No, you still go. There's only, you either go up the hard way or down the hard way. That's crazy. Yeah, could not do it. And, uh, he, he does a lot of pull-ups. That's how you know he does a lot of pull-ups. Uh oh. It's a, a really strong grip. So, yeah. Well, you <laughs> masturbate a lot. You could probably do. <laughs> you do a you lot of pull-ups. Pull my <laughs> yeah, I'm halfway You're there. Well I am terrified <laughs> of heights. I am terrified of heights. You gotta leave the house though. 
I don't know if it's it, I don't know if it's ter- I'm terrified of heights per se or if I'm terrified of uh, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. He, he wrote a short story called The Imp of the Perverse, where just you just want to like if, if you're up someplace high, you just have that urge to jump, you know. <laughs> and that's yeah. I just feel like if I'm up that high, I'm just going to let go. <laughs> that's what scares me. You need late so bad. <laughs> you need such a better mood if you just had some tune tang. I agree a hundred percent. It's finding that partner that's willing to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, just sitting in your basement is not. You yeah. know, you at least got to go on the internet. Listen, every day I open the door with a sign saying "Come on in," and no one has come on in yet. <laughs> so I maybe come in, I don't know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. That would bring Reams of computer paper. Reams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did just get a new printer, Larry. So look out. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so definitely check out uh, Free Solo Losers on Netflix, and I am your Negro on Amazon Prime. I am not your Negro on Amazon Prime. Those <laughs> yeah, get it right. Like, That's yeah, probably the porn not, parody. I am not your Negro. Uh, <laughs> those would be the three to definitely check out. They're very good. All right. Um, but what have you been watching, Larry? A lot of Taylor Swift? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I watched Taylor Swift today. I watched um, I watched the first maybe hour and a half of episode one of that Leaving Neverland on HBO. Oh, yeah. It, it, uh-huh. it, it's pretty... It's pretty disturbing. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. Uh, here's yeah, the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. The people that made that movie are their intentions aren't exactly noble either. I don't know. They like the the guys they interview who made that movie. They've lied a lot about stuff. So yeah, I I I haven't seen that movie yet, and I don't know if I really want to. So I don't want to say too much about it, but. Uh, you follow the money on it and who's making that movie and who's involved in it. And it's, I wouldn't be trusting everything in that documentary is what I'm trying to say. Let's put it that way. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the, here's I mean, it 100%. seems like there's so much evidence out there. Even if yeah, these guys aren't a hundred percent on the up and up, it seems well, like there's definitely the fire there. Jackson. He was a very weird dude. Okay. Because he was raped repeatedly as a child by his Joe Jackson passed him around the till every executive record executive there is he was fucked yeah, repeatedly sure. as a, from a time he was a little kid so he is his mind is warped he has a but i think i think he was just a grown like a, he never grew up and he 100% had inappropriate relationships with children he would sleep in the bed with them do all that kind of shit with them but did he fuck them? Like, did he, was he a pedophile in terms of having sexual relations with them? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The first episode, I think it's just seems likely. Episodes. The first episode was two hours, and it seemed pretty credible. But like actual actual sex. Um. I I just well, think Michael Jackson kid, was completely asexual. You know what I mean? Well, the, well the kid was talking about, well, they had oral sex. Like, he went down but on again, Michael, Michael went down on him. But again, those kids, those, he, those people they're talking to, 
have been caught in lies about it before, though. And they they admitted in a court well, of law that they made stuff up. So I don't know. And they were also talking about. I don't know. It like, seems weird that you think everyone in Hollywood is a pedophile, except the one who I, clearly I seems to be a pedophile. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's what I'm. I, believe me, if I was, I would. But I'm, I'm telling you, if you look at the people who are funding this movie and the guys in that movie who are saying these things, they're shady too. And mm-hmm. like Corey I mean, Feldman. That makes Corey sense. Feldman's on the record. They're on the record of saying Michael never touched them. You know what I mean? And he never. I just think, I think he was completely asexual, but he was a weird and he had completely inappropriate relationships with children. Yes, and then that these people were all, and then no one talked about it at all until he started speaking out against Sony, and he started speaking out against people that own Sony and the record company, and how he he made some comments about some people. Um, higher up, and then all this stuff came out. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I just know. Well, why. I mean, I if that know. was the case, why come out with this now when he's not uh, alive anymore? Uh, he can't speak out about Sony anymore. <laughs> big question. Why now? That's a very good question. Because when Finding Neverland was released at the same time as a documentary about Harvey Weinstein and Harvey Weinstein's. Uh, crimes against women and all that other stuff. <laughs> and who okay. funded who funded the the Neverland documentary? But uh oh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yes. So mm. follow the money. And then when Neverland came out, the Harvey Weinstein documentary got completely overshadowed, completely pushed to the side. Finding Neverland got pushed to the forefront. These people on Finding Neverland were with Oprah. They were on Oprah. Oprah did a special with them. Oprah's as fucking guilty as everybody with uh, Harvey Weinstein. They're, she's best buddies with Harvey Weinstein. Oprah is as fucked up as anybody. So hmm. you, it seems like this is all being pushed now to distract from Weinstein and his issues. That's why now. But so I don't I'm know. bring Tuffy on. <laughs> yeah. he wants, he, he I mean, I believe that they're both pieces of shit. Michael Jackson and Harvey Weinstein yeah. are both probably. Listen. Pieces of shit. I don't know for a fact he purely innocent. I don't know that he's guilty. He definitely could. I'm just saying, I wouldn't trust everything in that documentary. Let's put it that way. Tuffy. Hello. Tuffy. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Hello. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I had some fact checking to do first. Uh, there's oh. four seasons of Arrested Development, but the fourth season was originally aired in like a non-linear timeline, and then they recut it into a linear timeline and re-released it. Oh, okay. It. Oh, okay. So there's only just so this so is the fifth were, season coming there, out. There were two releases on Netflix, but it was just the same season released twice. Yes. Okay. Oh. And then on Free Solo, it's Alex Honnold. Spell it. Uh, H O N N O L D. Okay, so it's N's instead of M's. I thought it was M's. Yeah. Okay. And uh, El Cap is 3,000 feet tall. 3,000 feet tall. Thank yeah. God Puppy's here with all the, with all the facts. 3,000. Yeah, I just watched that uh, this afternoon, so. But, like, did you ever stand on, like, a, a, a 10 foot ladder? I am terrified. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and he's climbing up 3,000 feet on sheer rock with just his hands yeah. and feet. But like the part you talked about where it's like, you know, if you get stuck in the middle, what do you like? He doesn't get stuck in places. He knows he has 
almost the entire route basically memorized. Yeah, I, I know. You know like each he'll, he'll, hand and foothold. He'll do it ahead of time, like, like with ropes and stuff to check everything out. But what I'm saying, though, Tuffy, is if you get there and you start freaking out, if you have like a panic attack or something, and if, if well, it I mean, gets he's into done, your head, you know what I mean? He's done enough things where he's not going to freak out. And I yeah, think I in know, the documentary about, he talked about, but what there's about like that first six spots. What about the first time you're doing one of these free climbs, you know, and you don't freak out even a little bit? Like, well, you oh, don't start on a 3,000-foot cliff. <laughs> I know, but if you start on a 100-foot cliff, you're still going to die if you fall. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like rock climbing, there's there's walls that are, you know, the big tall climbings. There's slabs that are shorter ones, and there's it's called boulders that are, you know, like six, seven move climbs where you're getting maybe 15, 20 feet off the ground. And those are usually done without ropes. Like in rock gyms, they just put pads on the floor, and when you're done, you just jump down. So, so, so tough, you know. So, so you're, you're you're trying to say it's not a big deal? <laughs> no, it's a ridiculous <laughs> thing to do because, like he said, there's six spots. There's basically six spots in this climb that he's worried about where it's like, hey, it's not 100% guarantee I'm making this move to the next hold. Yeah. Like there's but, one spot uh, where he had to put, like, he had to kick out like a karate kick, they call it, put his leg out to the side, and then, like, only, like, his thumb is making pressure with the wall or something. It's, like, so weird. Yeah. And, my hands are sweating right now just thinking about it. <laughs> Tuffy, Tuffy, I got I was I was so confused about one part of this documentary because I like I said I was editing when it was going on so I wasn't Yeah. So when he's climbing up, at some point there's someone in a bunny costume. Uh-huh. What the fuck was going yeah. on? <laughs> so like uh a route like El Cap is a frequently climbed route and most people can't even climb it with ropes in a day. Like you yeah. bring a thing that you hook up and you harness yourself in and you sleep on the wall. So he okay. just ran into some people who had started the day before and they were sleeping on the wall. Okay. That's what I figured uh, happened, but, but they were wearing a bunny outfit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, nobody knew he was doing it that day. So they just happened to be there in a bunny outfit. But what I'll, I mean, that might be, conf- but what, what, I'll, what I'm <laughs> thinking that might be is it, it gets cold overnight in Yosemite, so that that was probably like you know just pajamas that they keep in their backpack. But like a Ralphie Christmas sleeping. story kind of footy pajama bunny thing. Yeah, because you know <laughs> hardcore rock climbers are kind of weird dudes in general. So. But what but what freaked me out though was furries like to camp too. Yeah. But like his yeah. his uh, his his team was so organized and they had everything you know down to the final and they didn't notice that there are other people on the wall and a bunny out like couldn't they. Well, I'm sure, like, you know, he climbs there a lot. I'm sure they're used to the fact that there might be people, and you just hope they're not in your way. Because, like, what if that person just said, hey, I want to be a dick and throw a rock at him? (laughs) Well, they would probably get arrested. I know, but but here's the thing why I bring that up is uh, I mentioned that Loser show on Netflix. There's one episode about that lady who does the the Iditarod. And one time she's out there with her, her dogs in the middle of the night, out, you know, in Alaska, with snow and everywhere, and some dick on a snow machine comes by and runs into her intentionally. Yeah, the Iditarod can be rough. Uh, like, he did it intentionally. Was, and then he circled last back year. And, was, and was tormenting her later more times. Like, he was, like, like a crazy guy was trying to kill her in the middle of her run. Yeah, those Alaskan <laughs> bush people are nuts. So that's like if he's climbing that wall and he he comes across an uh, obviously a crazy guy in a bunny suit. Who knows what that guy's going to do? 
Well, like the, there's no <laughs> casual rock climbers on El Cap. Like you are pretty hardcore. Like those people probably knew who he was and what he was doing when they saw him. That is weird, man. Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah, did around a couple years ago. There was a scandal where I think the winning team's dogs like tested positive for some kind of illegal, <laughs> you know, performance enhancing drug, and he spiked out. Tried to fight the whole thing, saying somebody tainted his dog's meat, and there was a whole thing. <laughs> they were caught with kibbles and bits, uh-huh. sausages. Got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but free solo but is toughy. fantastic. The other, the other thing that stuck out to me in that movie. You were talking about like him just being a weird dude and his girlfriend and whatever, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, would me saying like I don't want you to do this ever be a part of your calculation?" And he said, "No." Yeah, he's like, "No," nope. and he had like no expression <laughs> like, on what? his face. What? Like, like yeah. he didn't even realize he didn't even realize how saying no could hurt her. Like, he, like he's just emotionally yeah. like, and, and she's just looking at him, and it's like, Tuffy, how long does that relationship last? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it lasted this long. Because they bought a house together, right? Like, they bought a house together. Yeah. They're living. Like, usually he, Larry, he just lived in his van his whole life. They just bought a house together. But he, he still, most of the year, he lives in a van because he just travels around. But I, she's super cute, though. I, I really like her. But, uh, yeah. wow, what the, I just don't get it, though. Well, maybe you need to have some, a book signing for Honest <laughs> yeah, John and Jesus Kane. And, uh, but but at, at some at some point, she's got to have some self-esteem, though, right? And, like, I can't be treated like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you should yeah. throw a rock at him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Well, there's another part where she was talking about, like, you know, I tell him I love him all the time, and he never tells me, but he shows me. I have yeah. told him that it would be nice <laughs> if he told me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can kind of pick up on, like, they were kind of having an argument, and she was kind uh-huh. of, like, more mad than he thought she was, and I he wasn't picking up on it. He was trying to like laugh it off, but she well, they were looking at the upset. house and she was trying yeah. to like measure stuff to see you know where how big yeah. is the spot for the fridge, what kind of couch we could in here, <laughs> and I guess he was just like telling her like oh you you're doing that wrong, you look like you don't know what you're doing, blah blah blah, and then she was like yeah I'm trying to measure, and he's just telling me how stupid I look and not helping me, <laughs> but, but like but, he didn't really pick up on the fact that oh he's in shit right now <laughs> no, then they come to the next scene and it's her just saying i'm really pissed off at you and him going yeah but not really right and she's like no really so yeah i, I don't yeah. I can't see this relationship lasting but you never know this crazy kid yeah, might make it but, work uh yeah that's a very good documentary yeah for and then the michael that. jackson one i also saw yeah so what do you think tuffy i i, I go um, i don't it, know well like the the first it's four total hours uh-huh. The first two hours ah, okay. is a lot of like detailing um, what happened, and then the back two hours is sort of like since their relationship with Michael ended, how it's impacted their life. So that adds some context to sort of why now, I guess I would say. But but it's it's all just these two people with these accusations and evidence, correct? Just these two people. Yeah, and then they they also discussed the the trials that they were a part of. One when they were a kid, and one when um, only one of the guys testified as an adult, as like a twenty two year old or something. But when they testified, they said that it wasn't they didn't have sex with him. Is that correct? Yes, but they explained in the movie that you know we did all these things with Michael, and part of the process is you know it's not just doing these things; it's the grooming about how you can never tell anybody about these yeah, things and obviously. tell anybody. It's going but, to ruin my life, and we're both going to go to jail forever. And, like, as an again, 11-year-old. But, again, Michael Jackson was with 
many, many, many children over there, very famous celebrity children. None of them said any yeah. of this stuff except these two people. Plus well, the kid I who mean, accused him in the early All 90s. the other kids, yeah. Plus, you I mean, realize Jeffrey Dahmer had a job and was around people every day. He didn't kill all of them. <laughs> exactly. It, I think he preys right. on the like the weak and vulnerable ones, like the ones yeah, whose families like, yeah, aren't going to do anything. Lower, lower instead of like people who are in the public family. eye. Yeah, like Corey okay. Feldman, I mean, obviously. Like, like, uh, the, like, I don't know how much Corey Haim, how much time he spent with Michael Jackson, what he did with Michael Jackson, same with Macaulay Culkin, but it's like, these kids, like, you think, oh, you know, they met Michael Jackson one time or whatever. It's like, no, these kids hung out with Michael Jackson, like, all the time. Yeah, years. yeah, again, 100%, he's a weird dude, 100%, like, completely inappropriate relationships. But I just want to make sure there's more to it than just these two people's words, because... I would recommend watching the documentary. Shady. All right. And then you yeah. can judge for yourself. But I, But we need to, you know fact check the documentary as well i'd recommend watching it as part of that fact check yes <laughs> <laughs> tuffy did you watch um the case versus or uh, against adnan saeed no i think i'm adnan saeded out yeah because i listened to serial yeah. and then they did that uh what was the other big pod the podcast that like the What's her face? I can't think of the girl who's the one behind all this. Sarah like his friend. Sarah uh, no, his friend, the um Oh Ravi the Muslim girl. Something? Yeah, Ravi Shankar. Yeah. No, not Ravi Shankar. <laughs> not Ravi Shankar, <laughs> but I think her name's Ravi something something. Is it called Yeah, but uh, they had a whole other undisclosed or something or Yeah, undisclosed. Yeah. Addendum yeah. this and that and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I listened, listened to all, you know, while. like hundred hours of that thing. I don't need another Ten episodes yeah. of Adnan Syed. <laughs> it's basically like he probably didn't do it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think he did it either. I think it's that Jay he Wilds did. guy or Jay well, here's Childs the thing. Wilds. Uh, again, Jay has to be involved in it because Jay told him where the car was. So obviously Jay's yeah. involved in it. But if if the cops let Jay go and put it on Adnan, then they know that Adnan did it. You know, so. The only Adnan who was involved, he had to be involved. You know, nah, period. I don't think so. Well, the cops. Well, then how did Jay know where the car was, Larry? How did Jay know where the car was? Jay was probably I can't, involved. I don't know. The it's cops... been so many years since I listened to it. I don't remember the facts anymore. He had to be involved. It's it's Jay it. I don't think he was. was involved enough to know quite a bit. <laughs> the cops didn't have enough to convict Jay, but Jay was able to roll up Adnan so they could get a conviction. Yeah, but they had enough to convict Adnan. And because of Jay. Why, well, yes, but the stuff that they had to convict Adnan had to be there for them to convict Adnan. This stuff was there. Jay told them where it was. Boom, Adnan's convicted. The re, Adnan's just trying to be innocent because he can't admit he's involved at all. Where Jay can say he's involved because he didn't do the killing. Well, if I remember right, Jay had Adnan's car. At some point, like Jay just borrowed it, which is weird enough to me. Yes. <laughs> and so it was Adnan's car that Jay knew where it was, or something. I don't remember the ins and outs of this. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, but 
the the big evidence was Jay and the cell phone towers, but the cell phone tower stuff doesn't hold up because the experts did not know what they were talking about. Yeah, like all that pinging was bullshit or whatever. Yeah. I don't think he is involved. I think Jay liked that girl. Maybe she wouldn't give him the time of the day, and he just fucking offed her and then blamed Adnan on it. That's what I think happened. Jank? Yeah. Yeah. I never listened. (laughs) Oh, all right. Fair enough. Do you have HBO? No? All right, then. Hello? Hey, Tuffy, Tuffy, what about Cricket Fever? I don't have Netflix right now, so I got to get the... Got to switch back over to that from Hulu, maybe. Cricket Fever. But I watched uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary, too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Unlike Mike Bell, I don't think there's got to be something else going on there. (laughs) I think he was just a nice guy. Agreed. Wait, you think he's just a nice guy? There's nothing else going on? Yeah. (laughs) He's pretty weird, though, right? I mean, in like a really not everybody touches kids. (laughs) 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 I'm not saying he's touching kids. I'm just saying he's weird. Like, there's something going on. He wants to help kids. (laughs) (laughs) He likes people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a conspiracy on this one. So case closed. He's weird. He likes people. Fuck him. (laughs) I like, I saw maybe two thirds of that documentary and like, it was fine, but like, there's no twist to it. It's like, all right, he's a nice guy. I don't need another hour and 40 minutes of like, he's a nice guy. I'm just guessing. I mentioned before, like, you know, he's at home whipping himself with a belt or he's had his hand over an open flame somewhere in the house, just sitting there for hours. Something's going on with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> deep and dark. I really don't think there has to be anything like that. My brother in law huh. worked at his apartment for a while and he said he's super nice dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only bad thing they yeah. had to say about him was like, yeah, he could be kind of demanding about how the T V show was. Like he wanted it to be very good. And in his <laughs> particular way. For kids. Not could you imagine like hanging out with Mister Rogers, Larry? Like, you, could you like be no. pals with Mister Rogers? No, God, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he seemed like he'd be so uptight and Republican. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. Like, why? Where, where did that come from, Republican? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just picked him to be Republican. <laughs> he loved Sorry. Reagan. I know he he had to love Reagan. He, did. he was like a big Reagan guy. Uh, what about maybe, Mr. Maybe. Rogers' Neighborhood, which you think is big into capitalism and trickle-down economics? I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. I just get that vibe from him. Huh. All right. I think it would depend yeah. on how much he bought into the religious right stuff, because he was, he was pretty religious. Yeah. yeah. But, hmm. uh, but, yeah, yeah, nice guy. No buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike no. Nope. Uh, yeah, and just to clarify, you wanted um, one more fact check on the Michael Jackson thing. I think they the there wasn't penetrative stuff. It was just hand and mouth stuff, mostly. And masturbation. He liked yeah. to look at their buttholes while he jerked himself off. Yeah, <laughs> yes he did. Yeah. 
That seems oddly specific to be made up. And oh, yeah. rub his nipples quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, you know, four guys, it's Friday night. Let's just get real. Any of you guys ever pinch <laughs> your nipples while you're jacking it? Like, that never, like, really ever occurred to me. Like, hey, I'm going to pinch my nipples while I'm beating one off. I'll, I'll be honest. Can't say that that's ever happened. I'll, I'll be honest here. Again, four guys just hanging out on Friday night. Um, I'm like, I'm dead in the nipple area. Nothing. What, nothing really? Nothing. <laughs> like, it's no sensation. Like, it's just, it doesn't do anything for me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Your nipples are on the spectrum like that guy? <laughs> Apparently. They need to be very, I guess, they, my nipples could scale El Capitan and not even bring it away. <laughs> but could they do it in under four hours? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, they're kind of small. It might take them longer, I guess, technically. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Let them do more push-ups. <laughs> oh, I, I, I did get a, uh, I did push-ups for the first time in a while the other day. Um my uh, my sister got me these things. They're like for my birthday. These like handles on a disc. You ever see these things? And you do push-ups on them. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I actually, <laughs> yeah. did some of those. Because they, they like make rotate, difference? I guess. Well, they rotate when you do them, so it, it works more muscles or whatever. But um, I just, I haven't done push-ups in so long that my wrists are killing me after doing that. Or, but, uh, I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever done a push-up. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I've tried it. I don't think I've ever made it though. I'll be honest with you. In, in my heyday, in my heyday, when I was, uh, I was like, how old was I? I was like 27 to 30 in that area. Here. I would, uh, when I was driving the shuttle van, Seton Hill. Remember those years? I uh, before we go to work, I would do one set of 100 push-ups. I would do 500 sit-ups, and then I would do another set of 100 push-ups every day. Jesus. I was ripped. (laughs) uh, But that's how I hurt my chest, and then I couldn't do push-ups for – this was the first – these were the first push-ups I've done in 13 years because I hurt my chest so bad doing them. Because here's the thing you don't want to do is the same exercise over and over and over every day without taking breaks because eventually your body will break down. And yeah, huh. yeah. That's what, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your body to break. But I, yeah, I used to do push up, motherfucker, man. A lot of push ups. That's a uh, huh. uh, uh, Herschel Walker. All he did was push ups, right, Tuffy? Just yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 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 Why did I think Tuffy would know that? But he, uh, all he would do would be, uh, he would just do like. I think he would do a thousand push-ups a day, and like two thousand sit-ups a day. So I was going to build my way up to Herschel Walker, but I, I never got there. Yeah. Batman <laughs> did a lot of push-ups in uh, Batman Begins. Yeah. It's yeah. That's <laughs> true. Uh, what else? Uh, Tuffy, anything else you've been watching? Uh, I've watched the uh, the first three seasons of Game of Thrones again in the last two weeks. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, because you would have seen uh, Natalie Dormer naked, and you would have seen uh, what uh, mm-hmm. that other girl naked. What's that other girl's name? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah. And a number of other women 
<laughs> yeah. True. But, uh, what wasn't there like some yeah, uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, kinda. I just I had never watched it until probably when the last season was on, and then I just kind of started plowing through them, and eventually got caught up by the time they hit the season finale. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's pretty was, good. I thought season one was great, but then after that, I was like, yeah, not so much. So, well, uh, I can't. I can't remember what I remember. I think four, maybe. Tell me a show that was great from season one to the end that you still like. <laughs> yeah, the it's Wire? hard, man. I don't know. It, uh, yeah. it's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. Fuck Breaking Bad. Mad Men was great the first three or four years, and then it got terrible the last two seasons, too. The right. last season of Mad Men wasn't great. No, it was not. The what Shield was pretty Pat? solid all the way through. The Shield was trash. <laughs> Fuck this, dude. Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, Boardwalk Empire was solid all five years, but yeah, there's a definite drop uh, after Jimmy left. Yeah. Um, the Wire was great. Kids all in the hall. Seasons. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Wire was, I the Wire was very good. Uh, season one's tremendous. Season two. But you watch it a second time through, and it, you season three is not that great. Season four, eh? Season five, what? really bad. Um, oh, season five. Season bad. five is like five a little might, bit yeah. of a drop, but it's five three and four are like the best seasons. I'll be honest. Yeah, four's great because kind four's of great because you got Snoop and all those people coming. But season uh, three, though, I, go back and watch that again. It's got some got some problems. Season three, got some problems. <laughs> You're like Hamsterdam. Yeah, that's the problem. That whole thing. <laughs> there are some issues. Um, but he got promoted from a lieutenant in Baltimore to what a captain in New York after that. Yeah, I have no idea. Funny. <laughs> He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine now. <clears throat> that's uh, the joke. That's not him. Is that him? Yeah, that's the same that's, guy. It's not Andre Brower, is it? Yeah. <laughs> on the wire? No, Andre Brower was a homicide life on the streets. And the wire, because those are both uh, David Simon shows. Really? He cast the same he people. Was, good Lord, I had no idea that was him. I'm the worst at celebrity recognition. <laughs> oh, about that. Right? See, what I'm doing right now is I'm conducting an, an experiment with Mike Dell, so... I'm trying to get an opinion on, on TV shows and whatnot. Then we're going to get him some pussy. And then we're going to ask him about the same TV Wait, shows. And I bet all of a sudden he loves The Wire. He liked Breaking Bad. It was solid. He liked Mad Men the whole way. We'll see. Yeah, that was not Andre Brower. <laughs> it, it was just another bald black guy, but it was not Andre Brower. Was it? No. Yeah, are you talking know. about like the main uh Guy, the, yeah, that was not Andre Brower. I couldn't remember yeah, if he came Andre, in in season three or not, but it was the Andre same guy was in, who was on Lost and uh, the other J.J. Abrams show. Um, the yeah, alternate Andre, realities. Brower was just in the he was in the Homicide Life on Fringe. the Fringe, and then, and then oh. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well, not a good look for I, me right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, 
So now I, I'm much better, much celebrity recognition than I thought. <laughs> you think Turbo I, and Ozone are acting anymore? You think they, you think they still make I, movies? I'm going to go no. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm probably going to say no, too. Maybe one of those guys was yeah, on the wire. I could have sworn that was the same person. I can't even remember that oh, character's name. I'm, I'm trying to look him up, but I can't remember. Uh, Bunny Colvin uh, on the wire. I think... And, uh... Bunny. <laughs> Robert Wisdom is the actor. Uh, there you go. Yep, Robert Wisdom. Man, I swore that was the same guy. I guess not. Sounds smart. I'm going to need to rewatch the wire again. <laughs> yeah, well... Good luck in season three and five. So that's a good. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Flight of the Concords was good the whole way through. That was only like two seasons. You know when it was really good? When it was, when it was really good was when it was Tenacious D. That's when it was really good. Oh, no. Flight <laughs> way better. Flight of the Concords is better than Tenacious D. <laughs> but they just ripped off Tenacious D. I don't understand how they can do that. They can just rip Tenacious D off. And just, uh, anyway. Um. Hmm. But I'm trying to figure out that good Sharkson. in the world. I'm trying to think of a show that was good from season one. Yeah, it's it's really difficult, especially dramas, because you know there's so much. Well, the leftovers, but that was three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Dramas, it is hard. The Shield. Yeah. (laughs) After episode one, it was. was I I love that show. Breaking Bad. Still one of my all-time favorites. I've rewatched it so many times. Breaking Bad after the final episode of season two was a train wreck of bullshit. (sighs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. They're robbing trains and shit in season. Give me a fucking break. Oh, it was so fucking dumb though. It was a great episode. Oh, good lord! (laughs) They they melted a guy in a tub in season one. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Yeah, they're not they're not robbing trains like it's the fucking Wild West or something. What the fuck? Well, they had the hookup with the train Sometimes company. Sometimes trains like. need robbing. <laughs> Let's use a big magnet to take over the evidence locker. What the fuck? Just I don't know. It's just got it just got bizarre, bizarrely stupid. Um, Man, it's the uh, bitterness. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> So Larry's theory is that once I get laid, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Breaking Bad was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're going to say it's awesome. But you, you'll, you'll relax a little bit. And you'll be like, you know what? I, I you know what, Tuffy? I could see why you like it. It wasn't really my thing, but I could see. But right now you're just I, like, I think why, fucking garbage loser. I think why I hate <laughs> I think I, why I'm so rough on Breaking Bad is because I love season one and two so much until the end of, like, it was so good. And then it just got hacky after that. I don't know. Oh, like, I disagree. Really? So you you want to tell me great. the end of season two with the plane crash and uh, um, Jessica Jones' <laughs> dad? I mean, that wasn't their finest moment, but... Yeah, that's the worst part I think of the it rebounded show. from that pretty pretty good. I... I that plane crash made me quit watching that show. I was like, fuck this. Yes. It was so <laughs> dumb. After all season, they're teasing that whole thing all season long about what's going on. And then, oh, that's the worst. They just fucked that. Yeah. <laughs> well. What about all the guest friends stuff? All, you don't think all the way? Good? Wait, what, what's that, Larry? Taxi. Was Taxi solid the whole way <laughs> No, through? no. Taxi really wasn't great all the way through. 
right. and I can't what even watch Cheers? that anymore because I heard things about Danny DeVito. Uh, Cheers, well, Cheers is an interesting. It was on Twelve Years, but uh, you know, towards the end there, there were some really bad episodes, but uh, they're still really good episodes too. I mean, it's so hard though. Twelve seasons. You know how many episodes that is? It's a shit ton of episodes. Man. <laughs> Who in the bar diddled kids? Uh, I'm doing a quick rundown of the cast. None that I know of. Although Rhea Perlman was married. Rhea Perlman, yeah. I, I did hear things about Danny DeVito. So <laughs> and, uh, Probably Coach. What about Ted? No, I'll take Ted that Danson. back. <laughs> he looks Ted Danson looks creepy as fuck. Danson, I do get a uh, – uh, he's a weird dude. Uh, there's something about him that seems weird. <laughs> Hanging out with Mr. Rogers weird or <laughs> – Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Seinfeld was great, was top like to bottom. Nah, Seinfeld, uh, it had a dark period there for a little bit. And like, what season would that have been? I think it rebounded pretty good, like, by the time – because it seems like – how many years was that on, eight, or is it nine? Nine seasons, but the nine. first season's like six episodes. Okay, well, the, well, the first season, you know, they were, it wasn't that great, obviously. It was okay. Yeah, the first um, season wasn't, you know, it, getting its legs. I think season eight, uh, it rebounded because it, it almost became, like, surreal. Like, they started doing more weird shit, but it was good, though. Like, Little Jerry. The post-Larry David years. Yeah, the cockfighting with little Jerry Seinfeld. That was fun. That was weird, but it was fun. That would be George working at play now, I think. Season Yeah. Or is that just season nine? I think that was eight. I think Kruger might have been season eight, and then play now is season nine. But that stuff was a little over the top, but it was still very good. But but there was a period in there, maybe like season seven, that was kind of weak. Like Mandelbaum, that kind of stuff. Mandelbaum Mandelbaum was hilarious. That, that's a great episode. <laughs> well, why don't you pick on somebody your own age? You got a, you got a son? It's go time. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. You think you're the number one dad? <laughs> I haven't watched Seinfeld in a long time. I really haven't. There are a lot of great episodes, and George Cassini is one of the greatest characters ever. Yeah. But but doesn't it like cheapen it a little bit after you've watched Curb Your Enthusiasm because you realize it's just Larry David doing the same thing as George? No, because it's still great. Because yeah, <laughs> it was first, yeah, I suppose. Larry yeah, David like office, decided, "Hey, I could take first. I could take this goofball George type character to HBO and swear, and then everybody will say, oh, it's just a rip-off.' But no, George was first. <laughs> George is the original." But 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 I, I guess what I'm saying is, don't you think like Jason Alexander is just a watered down version of Larry David? No, I don't know. A totally different character. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, well one of them is like young it, and it's... broke in whatever, yeah. and the yeah, other one is like, like a Larry billionaire David's living in Hollywood. But it's the same character, basically. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I still guess awesome. and you like. Cur- and you you love Curb Your Enthusiasm forever, and then all of a sudden you turned on it. Because, again, like, it started out good, and then he just got sick of, like, because Larry was having problems that everybody had, and then by the end of it, he's just having problems that millionaires have, and I'm supposed to give a damn. Yeah, know? I hear you. I, 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 I do the same thing, but 
How long until Mike Dell starts saying cats are no good? <laughs> yeah. Well, now exactly. the, yeah, we're getting well, close. Sydney, I'll be honest. Now that Sydney's gone, I could give a fuck about cats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's not so much. It's not so much that I love cats. I love Sydney. <laughs> you know, but yeah. now that he's gone, it's like who cares? Well, then how long are we? Uh, how far away are we from you? Fuck Oscar. No, 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 oh, no. That's not Oscar. <laughs> but but the, the one you might have to worry about. I'm going to say it right now. Letter Kenny. You might have to worry about. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, you, you're already starting on Letter Kenny. I love Letter Kenny, but let's let's go here. Season five, there's some duds. Season six had a dud. You know, even that. Here's the Valentine's problem. Day, Day special wasn't that great. So I don't know. Most people don't watch the entire run of the show <laughs> every day for sixty-seven days yeah. in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, I I do watch it a lot. Hey, Tuffy, I'm back to watching Party Down at night. I started that again recently, the last couple of nights. Yeah. Party Down. Love Party Down. Only two seasons, though, so you can't really For now. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, they're, they're there. <laughs> they're there, so they're not going. Their two seasons are in the can. There's nothing changing about them, and I still like them, so, yeah. For now. <laughs> but you'll watch them for the next three months, and you'll yeah. be like, fuck that show. I've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine so much that I'm getting sick of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going, oh fuck this, I'm just sick of it. Yeah, but, um, that's what I'm saying. You you yeah. ruined Letterkenny. You're running into the ground. <laughs> um, still love the Letterkenny. Um, what yeah. else? Uh, the feud weekend in yeah. champions. Yeah, yeah. Feud champions. Tuffy, yeah. when you're like 12,000 points ahead of the lockbox guy, and we're not, you know we're not getting to level 10 anyways, you can stop, man. Well, you know. 12,000 points ahead? I, didn't even, I only scored 3,000 points overall. You had 30. Yeah. Well, I was under 30, and I saw, saw a chance to get to 30, and I thought, let's let's do this. <laughs> like, what, like, what level are you, Tuffy? Like, you know, your level... Like not your uh, like one sixteen or something I think. How are you not so far ahead of me? Like when you when you because were doing the, these tours, the lock you on, like, is like yeah, it's it's tour one node one chapter one node one over and over like and over. Just normal, so it's like you're 20, just doing... yeah. That's oh, that's Bray no Wyatt, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're not getting any experience easy. points at all then. So that's why it's like plus twenty. You do, but it's like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's, all right. So I was gonna say, you, for how many you're playing, you should be like way ahead of me by now. I, don't know. Yeah. I think I um, just turned to level one twenty-two yesterday or something. So you caught up. I think I'm yeah. one twenty-six. I think. Uh, um, Tuffy, I, I pulled a three-star gold six out of those torch pools. Yeah. Yay. I still have them at two star bronze. I can fuse them up, I think, but why? He's good. Yeah, you can do that. I'm going to put them up there to get that other. I want to get the diamonds off that other tour so I can get 10 more comets because I really want 10 more comets yeah. out of the diamond crates. But, um, anyway, fuck diamond yeah. crates. He's actually good, Tuffy. I, I recommend yeah, working well, on him. He's not. Yeah, he's pretty but good. Hey, hey, Larry, here's what you want to do. You want to put uh, Jerry the King Lawler and uh, uh, Titus O'Neil as his trainers. Ooh, la and la. 
Mm. One, I think I have one blue a match. On, I might be. Yeah. Just make the one blue match match on. black, and then boom. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's pretty deadly. You know who else I'm really digging is Paige. I'm really, I'm really yeah, just Paige. fucking running running through the women's division with Paige. Uh, I'm gonna put her to three star silver uh, next time they have a little event. So. I'm gonna put her to gold. I think oh. they have another event tomorrow or today or. Yeah, every day. Yeah. There's always some bullshit going on. Tuffy, did you get any of those uh, hollow star shards that you only need <laughs> 1,500 of? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that Great. was like the women's gauntlet blitz or something? Or something. No, there's like, another. Yeah. Have... yeah okay. The women's gauntlet blitz was for the torches. The uh, the They had another blitz for the shard things. Yeah, I don't they think gave I had a free the... silver ticket. Yeah, I don't think but, I had the the guys for that or something. Well, well, you uh, do a, one run of them. You do a free run of them, and you get like you open up six crates or something. And you end up getting like twenty of each shard you need or whatever for each star. And uh, like Larry said, you need like fifteen hundred shards to fill in a star. So now to do it a second time, <laughs> if you want to do it a second time, you have to pay ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's only like a thousand dollars to fill one star. If you're lucky, Basically. $1,000 to fill one star. But keep in mind, if you do fill that star, your guy will be worth like maybe like 60 points more. So it really yeah. is worth it. It really is worth it. Well, just think of it like this. It's like you almost need twice as many shards to fill a star as you need to like draft Aska. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so dumb. Yeah, cause I, yeah I was excited because I was like, oh, this yeah. is cool. And I opened the bag up and I was like, oh, I got 20 of this and 30 of this one and 20 of that. And I was like, oh, let me go see how many I need. I was like, 1,500. I'll never fill a star ever. <laughs> I mean, maybe 11 years from now I'll fill a star up because I'm not paying $10 to get another 20 yellow shards and 30 blue shards. Get the fuck out of here. Uh I think you get twenty well, health like packs the, of it too, though, Mike Dell. You can oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're doing Jank, the events play, now, play it's champions, like the, Jank. <laughs> like uh, the coin and evolution events. The coin and the the training point events are like here. You get some coins to pull from this vault where you get like two hundred uh, like two star shards, and it's like what? Why? Yeah, I hear you. Well, I got thirty Christian. I got thirty Christian points today, so now I'm only twenty shards Ooh. away or whatever from getting Christian. Wow! I don't have any Christian anything, yeah. so I'm very far away. I'm um, so. pretty close. Yeah. I hear he's good. good l- I don't know. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just seven hundred eighty no shards girl. away from Oscar. Seven hundred eighty. She's all my eyes. That's close. Can't wait. Can't wait. Do you think you'll get Asuka or a star first? I think I'll probably uh, have sex with Asuka first before I actually get Asuka (laughs) on the game. (laughs) I've pretty much given up hope at this point. Um, (laughs) One facets of life. (laughs) Well, WWE is in Pittsburgh this week, right? Uh, Raw was, yeah. That was your chance. Yeah, Yeah, Smackdown wasn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, like when Raw has a show, the SmackDown kids are off doing another show somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, it's crazy. They keep them moving. Comic-Con's next week. <laughs> no, <laughs> Can't say that I have. <laughs> What's next I've week? I've never Wrong run into Kong? like... Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Comic-Con. C2E2 oh, cool. in the old Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you going? Yeah, I'll be there next Sunday. Oh, no Me shit. Me and my, my cousin Nick. Yeah. That'll be good. Jank? Is he another jank? <laughs> yep. He's uh, Pete's brother. Oh, well, how come Nick Jank's never on original Janksters, or is he? Oh, uh, yeah, he was on once. And we keep meaning to get him on again, but it just never happens. <laughs> well, right. We need to have like a Jank versus Damashek family feud. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm so down. Yeah. Make that happen. Um, Happy, you listen <laughs> what to else? Days of Thunder? All right, let me ask you something. Is it just me, or is it, does Feeney seem just so overly sensitive about Dave's friendship? Do you think that's a bit, or do you think he's just that needy? I think it's mostly a bit. Yeah, uh, I agree. Basically, but at the same time, something on that show, it's a bit. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, yeah. listening to you know some of Corey's interactions, it's not a hundred percent a bit. <laughs> yeah It does kind of seem like that is just Feeney uh, Yeah, everything but Feeney being a dick is a bit <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm really curious now what happened to Blaster Girl They keep dodging that bullet She somewhere else yeah. Oh yeah, She worked on went, another podcast left, I think she left a roll up for Nerdist, and then I don't know where she works now. But yeah. she she's brutal on that show. I'm so glad she's not there. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't great, but yeah. they should have mentioned like, something would, a little more. I would like it even more, like if they left Birdbath, Gary, and Loxy out of the conversations a little more. Like they don't have to be as involved either. <laughs> yeah. Has Jacuzzi Pete ever shown up? No. 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 They, they referenced they him. And on, yeah. on, this, on this most recent episode, uh, they said <laughs> that Nancy, uh, Jacuzzi Pete's widow, like wrote them letters and she found this <laughs> shoebox full of stuff. So they had these, they found the lyrics to his song and then that Loxy dude sang them about how he wanted a divorce from Nancy and. It was, it was it was pretty good. He wanted to bang Damashek's ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, bend her over the sink, oh Nancy. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I want to do. We're talking about like trying to do a seance at one point to try to contact yeah. the ghost of Jacuzzi Pete, but so far that hasn't happened. Next episode, episode 100, Mike Dell. <laughs> oh, really? 100? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. so you're only well, like... We can't do a... 
59 can't do, can't episodes do a behind. Number. Can't do a <laughs> no, player No, no, that's what Feeney was so excited. He's like, it's over. <laughs> I've waited for this. <laughs> and then Dave's like, maybe I'll do Rob repairs. No, that doesn't count. Um. Oh, you know what? Gary hit the scorpion. (laughs) (laughs) What what that means? What does that mean? The scorpion. You know, Uh, if you listen to the show, Dave makes a list. uh, Feeney will tell him to hit the scorpion, and then like they'll just play clips of him when he was on that scorpion TV show, and then they Uh. make fun of him. (laughs) Um. Oh, uh, hey, real quick, uh, two things. Oh, but first, when you mentioned TV show, it reminded me, popped in my mind, I might start watching Brockmire. Anyone Where is that? Anybody? Uh, I'm aware of it. Brockmire. Um, I don't think I'd recommend watching it from the little bit oh, really? of it. It doesn't look good. I mean, I've never well, watched it, but it doesn't look they're good. Showing, they keep showing commercials for it on Hulu, uh, Every night, so I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll give it that a Because isn't Amanda Pete in it? I like Amanda Pete. I that sounds right. I, I think she's like the team owner. Yeah, I love me some Amanda Pete. So I'll take that. Because it's what it Hank Azaria plays like a broadcaster. For a yeah, Hank Azaria plays team. like a, a a sports broadcaster who's like a drunk. Oh, I know. Okay, I know what show you're talking about now. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll give that a whirl. It looks. It looks uh, good. Uh, but what but the other watch, thing. Uh, there's a there's another documentary you should watch called Valley Uprising. I think it's on Netflix. About the uh, climbing in Yosemite in general. Uh, well, I'm it's not really good. into climbing too much. It's a good documentary. <laughs> All right. Have any? I mean, you watch like get, ten <laughs> movies. You're today. only going to watch thirty of them by this time next week. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm running out. Has I don't anybody... know what else to watch. So. Yeah. Has anybody here watched Happy? Is that anybody watched Happy? No, because Patton Oswalt's no. in it, and I've heard things. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not him! Don't tell cousin Brandon. <laughs> I love Patton Oswalt. Yeah, I've heard things. Yeah, I do too. Um, so, oh, uh, uh, oh there, there's another show uh, I just saw yesterday. Happ and Leonard. When you said Happy, it reminded me. Or Hap and Leonard, or Henry Leonard and Hap. Uh, it stars uh, uh, Chalky White from Boardwalk Empire and uh, Omar, <laughs> you know, from The Wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I have no Kane idea. Williams. I never heard of this show. I guess it was on the Sundance channel for three years or something. I guess it's on Netflix, so you can watch it. Oh, that's why I found it. But uh, I don't know. Um, but oh, here's something else we can talk about, though, that uh, I started. Uh, did you ever hear Master Class? Mm. Nobody? Nobody? I don't think so. I don't think. It's it's like an online uh, learning thing you can do where you uh, famous people teach master classes in certain, in their specialty fields. Oh. Yeah, I thought thought this was like a TV show you were talking about. No, 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 no. No, no. All right, yeah. So I, I started taking a master class with Neil Gaiman on storytelling. Oh. And nice. Well, how, how much is that? Much like, uh, it's like ninety bucks for one class. Who? Or it's a hundred and eighty dollars. You get access for the whole, whatever you want to watch. Everybody. I just took the one. 
my buddy uh, who I uh, do editing for, he heard me mention it, so he bought it for me. So that was nice of him. So uh, I just I'm just taking the Neil Gaiman class, but um, uh, it's like the, the first basically each each lesson is like a twenty to thirty minute video. Of Neil Gaiman just talking to you about a certain aspect of writing, and then there's like a there's a PDF file you can like read with information and stuff. Um, but it, or I'm like to the first four or five. I just put them on while I'm playing NHL and listen to them. And it's basically it's pretty for novice writers at this point. But later on, they have uh, there's a, a lesson about writing a comic book, which is why I wanted to get it because I want to you know really break down how to write a comic book. You know, so is there a test? Step no. one: find an artist who won't flake out on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been making progress on the drawing. I, I may have had a minor breakthrough yesterday, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, but, um, <laughs> you practice drawing a boob? <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> and I like to do drawings. <laughs> so, uh, right, we'll see how that goes. But, um, then I also had to get a new laptop today as well. My laptop broke. What well, did it break? But it, it ran out of. Because here's the thing, you get a, a one of the cheap laptops with not a lot of hard drive space, and then uh, four years later, Windows 10 comes out, and they just keep forcing updates on you, and eventually your your hard drive goes away. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Windows 10. And porn. <laughs> just, the, just the work laptop. Only work. No porn on this one. Yeah. Not at all, ever. So, yeah. Get a MacBook. They don't... Uh... They don't run out as much. That's the cost four times as much, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this, <laughs> like I just need it for writing and editing, so it's it's only like two hundred sixty bucks, but um, uh, it's all I need. Well, there you go. That see, there there was a positive there because Mike Dell ten minutes ago would have said, "Book Steve Jobs," but you just said, "Oh, I don't need that m- much computer because I'm just writing and that's it." Yeah. Well, I could say fuck so Bill good. Gates too if you want. Fuck Bill Gates, the Microsoft piece of shit. Because um, again, Bill Gates is <laughs> he gives a lot of money away. Look into his family. Bill Gates isn't just uh, Bill Gates isn't just some guy who just popped up out of nowhere. Look into his family. Look who uh, their money and where they spend. They always say, "Oh, he just popped up out of nowhere. He, he's the American dream." Well, whatever. Fuck that. Yeah, his dad was like the top <laughs> attorney in Seattle. Yeah, like it, it's it, it's. Fuck everybody. I'm back, Larry. <laughs> who said Bill Gates popped up out of nowhere? They always make it sound like, oh, he's just some computer kid who had a great idea. No, he, he's, again, he, well, just, he stole Apple's idea. <laughs> well, he stole other people's ideas. It wasn't necessarily Apple's, but yeah, he just stole He stole ideas. Apple's idea and put them on an IBM machine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fuck, everybody. fuck everybody. Fuck <laughs> everybody. Um... <laughs> It's called opportunity, and this is the land of it, Mike Dell. <laughs> <laughs> and then he crushed anybody who tried to steal his idea. Yeah, very bitter. Where can we get him some poontang? Where's that Robert Kraft thing? <laughs> Jupiter, Florida, right? <laughs> what if we all chip in and get him a, a, a plane ticket to Jupiter, Florida? <laughs> Go hang out with Bob Kraft. <laughs> I think that'd be a good time. 
Well, yeah, Michigan Frank like could probably line up something local. Yeah. Believe exactly. me, Michigan Frank has made the offer many times. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good, Frank. I'm good. Frank. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like, you're not there yet. <laughs> you're, you're getting there, but not yet. I, I just don't like what anything about... in all of existence at this point. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just kind of enjoy it, Mike Dell, because one day it's going to come to an end and you'll be like, man, I fucking wasted it all being angry. <laughs> will I? Or will I say, thank heavens it's here. <laughs> you know I mean? Nah. <laughs> you'll be regretful. Finally done. By that point, you'll find somebody and you're like, oh, if I would have just found this person oh. earlier, I would have had more time with them. Well, yeah, but I really what are the odds? Again, Oscar barely speaks English at this point, so I really don't think it's going to, it's going to take a while. So. Well, maybe you maybe set your goal uh, a little lower than Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to start free solo climbing. That might accelerate things. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, free solo. I, I think I, I start with like a Greensburg Asian. I did. My suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just build my way up to Oscar. But, uh, yeah. But I just feel like at this point I'm just running out the clock. I mean, I'm just running out the clock, right? I mean, that's where we're at. <laughs> you know, I'm taking the knee at this point. You got like You're 30 like or 40, 40 years to go. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how good did that uh, I, I don't know. Wow, man. I don't know. It's just, it's bleak. You got like I just, 40 years. It's not bleak. You made oh, you it. Need your it's, You're going to go for a while. It's bleak. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel, have that feeling over my head hanging that it's not going to be that long. You know what I mean? Is that just, is that really, yeah. Is that bad? I hear is that you. that feeling? I don't know. It is because bleak is a choice. You don't have to feel bleak. You just want to feel bleak. Huh. I suppose. You got to be the change you want to see. <laughs> yeah, and you know who said that was Gandhi. You know who? Let me tell you about Gandhi. You want to know something about Gandhi? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Even on his hunger strike, he was he was starving himself, healthy, right? Oh. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of shitty things about Gandhi. Why don't he used to sleep with young girls to prove his uh, his fortitude that he could resist the urge to have sex with young girls? Well, you know how else you could do that, Gandhi? Not sleep with young girls. How about that? <laughs> I feel like it wasn't really true at this point there. Yeah. Yeah. Seems antithetical to what you're trying to do. Fuck Gandhi. (laughs) Fuck Mother Teresa, too. You want me to tell you about Mother Teresa? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck fuck everybody, man. The whole world is a corrupt shithole of... Not Mr. Rogers. Uh, Anyway... Do you, you understand show. why I don't? Do you understand why I don't li- leave the house or I don't want to? Like you know, because how can you possibly have a relationship with this? You know what I mean? Well, do you understand too why I told you to stop digging around on those sites about eight years ago? I told you to just walk away from it. It's just so hard to like look at anything in the world and not be like so jaded and bitter because it's all fucking phony bullshit, you know? And it's just like, uh, who cares? Well, it was like You're four years ago when it, it really go accelerated. For the yeah, yeah. 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 All kicked yeah. Off. 2015 16 was when it really got bad. But, uh, just, I don't know. Blame Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but there's a lot of blame to go around, but she's on the list. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. 
So, good times. Are we done? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, I, think, we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. I don't want to hear about anyone <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> we're yeah. done in many, many ways. Yeah. All right. It's only like four <laughs> minutes away from hearing something about Kristen Bell, and then I just go ballistic. <laughs> well, I, I, I know what's the good place. I, every night when I take my nap, I put on the good place to fall asleep. So I still like Kristen Bell. I don't know if that's and an, also. I don't know if that's an endorsement for that show. And I, and I also <laughs> just saw uh, Kristen Bell on Party Down again last night. Uh, Uda, Uda Bank, yeah. the caterer. I like Kristen Bell and Fangirls or Fanboys or whatever the fuck that movie was called. Fanboys? Oh wow! Yeah, fanboys. I haven't even thought of that movie in fucking a decade. Uh, she's all Princess Leia up in that. <laughs> yeah. But how do you feel about Kristen Bell when you realize she's married to Dax Shepard? Is that a taint? Is that well, a taint? <laughs> no, it's not a taint. It's kind of a taint for me. Yeah. I got to admit, it's just that. It isn't. <laughs> it certainly doesn't help. It doesn't. And she's well, also listen. She's also a Red Wings fan whose favorite player is Chris Osgood, so that hurts as well. You know, well, <laughs> you know, she's not doing touching kids' buttholes. That's what she's not doing. <laughs> that is true. I have never heard one bad thing about Chris Osgood. That is true. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There we go. She seems like a nice girl, and they seem like they get along fine and whatever. Maybe they smoke the ganj. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> they, they just seem fine. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't get why, you, if you love her so much, why will you not watch The Good Place? Because she is hilarious on The Good Place. I hate Ted Danson. Because <laughs> he probably touched some levels. He just looks like it to me. You hate Ted Danson more than you love Kristen Bell. Huh. Yes, because I've never seen Ted Danson in anything that I liked him in. Oh, Damn. Come on. He's the Jason Schwartzman? Yeah. Uh, bored to Death. No, I was awesome yeah. on Bored to Death. I didn't watch that. So good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, three Men and a Baby. Three Men and a Come Baby. On. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's got the Whoopi Goldberg taint. Isn't that a fucking, doesn't that make <laughs> yes, you does. of him? <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. He wore blackface. You still love him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if, uh, like, how you, you won't watch Good Place because of Ted Danson. Like, if if there's anything I could pair with Oscar that I wouldn't like Oscar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Well, if Oscar's about, on a, a book uh, tour with, uh, with Hillary Clinton. John Zesta. What if she was opening for Patton Oswalt? <laughs> well, yeah. well, listen, Patton Oswalt, I, I have no proof of anything. I've just heard things. So I'm still okay with Patton Oswalt. But if I have an option, I'd rather not look at Ooh. it. Because just looking at that guy, you, there's something going on. <laughs> there's something going on there. You don't come God. out looking like that if things are, like, healthy inside. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> are you uh, saying he's inbred? <laughs> no, I'm just saying there's something going on with Patton Oswalt. There's something going on. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Hmm. Like, you look at the people... You look at people. Spence yeah, wasn't like, doing anything yeah. weird on King of Queens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Spence. He's also on Agents of Shield as well. He, he has plays well, multiple parts on Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Um, yeah. Well, uh, what about that other show with AP Biology? He's on there. 
Anybody yeah. ever watch that? That dude from yeah, Hulu. No. Nope. Except another one that's on the Hulu. It gets a lot of commercial play on the Hulu. So I'm looking for like a new show to watch, like a new comedy or something. But I, it's tough to find something. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. What about the American? It's been audience? a while since there's been any kind of good comedies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was watching that today. Well, I guess people were. Uh, I guess Casey DeSmith, you know, the Penguin backup goalie, he had a shutout yesterday against Buffalo, and uh, Dan Potash was interviewing him on the bench, and I guess he gave a Michael Scott quote. I didn't recognize it as a Michael Scott quote, but everybody on the hockey subreddit was freaking out and laughing about it. But uh, he he was asking if he he said, "I'm not really superstitious. I'm just a little stitious." Is that yeah. Michael Scott's yeah. quote? Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not super something. I'm a you know Rex stupid. got canceled? Rex got canceled? Uh, that's what I'm seeing here. Some article back in February. Dude, Rex was good, man. Rex and People of Earth were both good, but Rex was better. And they... Man. Fuck TBS. Yeah. Wrecked them, damn near <laughs> killed them. <laughs> is that Black Sheep? Is that what that's from? Uh, or is that Tommy Boy? Know. It's one or the other. That joke, uh, that joke yeah. was around. That, that joke was on Beavis and Butthead. It was on, it's been. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he, Chris Farley definitely says it in one of those movies. Wrecked them, damn near killed them. What about Farley? He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Farley. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, like no bad news Otis. on Farley. I guess basically the <laughs> Otis guy on uh, WWE—they're just trying to make him like a Chris Farley. It seems you know the big little fat guy from Heavy Machinery. Yeah, but where have they been? I haven't seen them for a couple of weeks. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, did you see Ray Mysterio this week? Is that a bra he has tattooed on his chest? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. But he had, dude, his outfit. What the fuck? It looked like he was wearing like black leather panties or something. Like, did you see that? Outfit? Yeah, he looked like so a weird. stripper. He was like had a stripper. Corey Gra- <laughs> yeah, like, what did Corey Gray say? The bra tattoos, the thongs. Corey Graves made some joke about it. Uh, uh, like, it was something about trying uh, to tan his cheeks. But there was something else about being on TV, and, and Graves said, well, that if, uh, <laughs> if Ray Mysterio can wear this costume on TV, that should be able to be on TV, too, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking weird. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. What is that, though? Did you notice that tattoo on his chest? Doesn't it look like a bomb? No, I, I still didn't notice it. Yeah, Larry's convinced Tuffy. Ray Mysterio has a bra tattooed on his chest. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that match was a uh, fast forward for me, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio's—he's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> only like the greatest Mexican wrestler in the history of the planet. Larry says he's terrible. <laughs> Here's the deal. But he's not right a heavyweight WWE wrestler. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you this much. Let's say hypothetically. Ray Mysterio is in a Trona Heights PA, and he shows up at my house and walks into my living room. I fuck 
that dude up. <laughs> I I would say you have Larry. Let's let's be honest here, Larry. Cardio wise isn't your strength, all right? So you would have maybe 10, 15 seconds of activity before you are done. <laughs> you are done. Well, they're going to hit yeah, hard, fall. Though, I'm telling you. You'd fall between the second and third rope, and he just hits you with the 6 one <laughs> I've, I've never seen so many men happen to just land on the second rope only during Rey Mysterio Dude. matches. It's so fucking stupid. Well, well, I guess you know that story about that guy he died down in Mexico when Ray was wrestling him, right? Like, uh, it happened a couple years ago, but um, this dude was a famous wrestler, and he went in for the 619, and it was him and another guy, like Ray, it was like a four-person match or something. So two dudes went on the middle rope like that, and Ray went to 619 him, and thankfully, well, I guess it doesn't even matter, but he he technically missed this guy's head when he kicked him, but this guy died anyway, because, like, I guess when he hit the rope, just the rope hitting his throat or something caused the artery to rupture and he died or something. It's so fucking weird. Mm, no, I didn't hear that. Jeez. Yeah. So now every time he does the 619, I always think of that and I'm like, oh, just hope everyone's <laughs> safe. <laughs> you know? Because it's such a See, every move, time he does the 619, I always think, man, this is such a stupid fucking move. <laughs> I know, and someone died actually doing it. I, I guess the guy probably died not because of that move or anything. Like, he was probably already dying, you know, like had an aneurysm or something, and then, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That guy's stupid. (laughs) All right, well, let's just take a quick poll. Tuffy, could could Larry beat up Rey Mysterio Jr.? Because I'd say no, he could not. Could he beat up Rey Mysterio Jr.? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Jake, Larry's like like four feet taller than Rey Mysterio. (laughs) I would destroy him. But I I don't know, like muscle tone-wise, cardio-wise, I don't know. He ain't jumping Ray around Mysterio my living might, room. I'm fucking. That he might be older up. than Larry, for all I know. <laughs> he definitely is. He's definitely older than me. Uh, I don't know. Because how old are you now, Larry? Forty-five. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray Mysterio's forty-four, so. Yeah, he's younger than me. No. <laughs> Either way, not by much. Uh, yeah, I'll take Larry in this fight. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I guess I just have a lot of respect for fighting in cardio. <laughs> you really need to be in good cardio shape to fight. I mean, <laughs> so, Samoa Joe doesn't like he's got great cardio, and he still room. beats uh, Rey Mysterio. But that's the thing, though. Uh, Samoa Joe is in good cardio shape. You know, he may not look like it, but he is. He's really athletic. He's like cardio. <laughs> Yeah. It's not about cardio. It's all about the nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I bet if you pinched his nipples, Ray would feel it. He seems like the kind of guy. <laughs> I doubt it. They're all tattooed behind that bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. The masked wrestler is so stupid. I hate it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I so hate any masked wrestlers. wrestlers. That's just- so you just hate yeah, all unless the it's a goof. Huh. No, like you know when Edge and Christian were doing like the the conquistadors and it was yeah. funny, or yeah, when Hulk sure. Hogan was pretending to be a different wrestler even though yeah. you knew it was Hulk Hogan. That's dramatic. <laughs> but when you're taking it seriously with the mask like, on, like go fuck yourself. 
the best was when Andre <laughs> the best was when Andre the Giant got kicked out of a WWE suspended, so he came back with a mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same black one strip leotard or unitard or whatever. Machine. There's so many guys that are the oh, same yeah, the size super as Andre. Machine. Super machine. Oh, giant machine. God. Oh, I, I guess he was giant. Uh, the yeah, he was giant machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty uh, great. <laughs> I think the one guy who was uh, one of those machines was uh, one dude in demolition, right? Wasn't he one of them for a I while? think so, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, Those guys were stupid. I fucking hate Demolition. I hate Demolition. Are they on the game? Because I bet they're coming, if they're not. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're uh, they're not involved in anything WWE because they're suing WWE. <laughs> oh, why? For being stupid? Uh, or? I guess like concussions and stuff. They're trying to sue WWE, so... Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, you wore them fucking helmets in. You should have just kept them on, you dumbass. They're too busy getting their gimp outfits on to proper care of their heads. So dumb. I, just, I, I hate demolition. I want to punch demolition. <laughs> the absolute. Let's wear gimp outfits with sparkles on it and pretend to be tough. Uh, it's just the absolute yeah. first. Yeah. Hey, how about the Road Warriors, but gay? Like, all right, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> all right. Um, anything happened on wrestling this week worth talking about? The pay-per-view, the Raw, the SmackDown, anything? Well, Randy no. Orton and Randy Orton and AJ Styles got a great promo in the ring together. That was awesome. Yeah, that was um, good. Yeah, that was good. Kofi cut a good promo with Vince as well. Um, Daniel Bryan's always entertaining. Oscar beats Sonya Deville. That was thrilling. <laughs> um, yeah. Be- Becky lost her crutch, so that's good. She got rid of her crutch. Yeah. What the fuck, man? That was stupid. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, I just got my knee beat up two days ago. I've had this injury for eight months, and now, hey, two days later, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm the man. I'm so sick of the man angle. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, they they kind of took a few wrong turns with it along the way. It's not what it was or should have been. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. And what the fuck's up with Charlotte? Like, I don't even recognize her. Like, she looks. What do you mean? Her teeth are different. Her boobs are different. Oh. Her face is different. Like, she's I don't, good, I don't like it. Oh, she looks nah. good. Uh, she she got the mole removed. She had the mole on her chin there. She got that removed. Oh, that Maybe too. That. Yeah. Maybe that's even this. freaking yeah. me out. Yeah. But those teeth are definitely new. I, I think this is like prime Charlotte. I don't think she's ever looked better than right now. Good. She just looks she looks plasticky to me. Like remember when Steph went and did the plastic surgery and shit? She she never looked as yeah. good. Yeah. She looked better as girl next door. Um I'd still fuck her though. <laughs> oh oh here's what we gotta talk about. Uh Dave Batista huh? coming back. And uh, yeah. coming up, give, give, me, what give me what I want. That was so dumb. Just spitting oh and repeating the same thing for three minutes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't under. I didn't know what was going on. Give me what I want. I was oh, like, just so give him what he wants. I, like that microphone's going to short circuit. Come on. Uh, people on that wrestling uh, squared circle subreddit, they someone made a video of him like over the Spice Girls 
give me what I want. Uh so fucking stupid. Oh my god. Uh, and that that match is gonna be gar I mean, they're both like fifty years old, you know. What's that match gonna yeah. do? You know, it's gonna be terrible. At least they're 50 year, years old, but still in pretty goddamn good shape, though. It's not like, you know, Kurt Angle fighting, but you know, King cardio. I mean, they're going to need to be doing some cardio. So I'm guessing their cardio is not the best. I don't know. You don't think Triple H has good cardio? Uh, he doesn't, <laughs> well, he doesn't train like he used to. Like, there's also a difference between He was just being on and Muscle and Fitness, like, not that long ago. But... Being in like, like wrestling, he's, he's not a shape, bulk. You know what I mean? He's more of a he's more of a fit guy now as opposed to a bulk guy. But they're gonna gas out quick in that match. Like, but you, but yeah, wait, probably. Did you watch that? Did you watch that match that they had with him and Undertaker and Kane and Shane and Shawn Michaels? He gassed pretty quick in that match. You know, that wasn't that long ago. Well, Christ, those those two screaming in the microphone so fucking loud they're out of breath by the end of a fucking promo. <laughs> <laughs> that that promo was so dumb. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, did you really have to like buy a plane ticket to fly him there for that? Like, you could have just did that. You could have filmed everything in one day and just put it on the TV screen and pretended he was live somewhere. Oh, he's the Permani brothers. <laughs> Here's the other thing: WrestleMania is already going to be like twelve hours long. Do we need this match? Yeah. I guess no. in their mind they they think it's a big seller. Like they want that crossover mainstream appeal, like to have Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, you know. mm. um, At least John oh, Cena's not popping up every week talking about his road to WrestleMania this year. Oh, well, because yes. The rumor is Kurt Angle versus Cena at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Because because uh. Kurt Angle says that's going to be his final match. And like you know, Ang- Angle was basically Cena's first match, essentially. So um, they might. Do well, that makes deal. sense. Yeah. But you remember earlier today, Mike? Though, I was I was asking you, there's a storyline. Is this a storyline they're trying to build for WrestleMania? Uh, that's, that's what you're what trying I, to think of. John Cena and r Truth. I thought maybe like all this r Truth no, no, John no, no, Cena no, no. worship would eventually like <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, you know. Cena come out and start fucking smart mouthing him and shit. No, that's just our truth being goofy and having fun. All right. Well, I hope. Well, he's not going to get a WrestleMania match of any kind. Uh, maybe they like, do, like, like is like there a, a battle royal? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there'll probably be that under the giant battle royal. But maybe he'll get in like if they have some U.S. title match, or, like because him and Mysterio and Andrade and Joe, they might throw yeah. them all in again or something. But. Yeah, because you know, oh, you know what? I, I'll only see that match seven times before WrestleMania now because they do it every week. But, but you know what else I got to mention? Uh, at Fastlane, this last pay per view, they did a, a Fastlane watch along. Were you aware of this? No, um, what is that? With, with uh, Pat McAfee, you know the old Indianapolis Colts punter, like WWE. He does stuff with WWE. Yeah. Now. So they they put him backstage at the pay per view. And they were just watching the the pay per view on a big screen, and like different wrestlers and talents would come in and spend time with them watching it, and they would just talk about stuff. It was it was really entertaining. Like I watched it later that night. I just put it on while I was working and just had it on in the background watching it. But like the Iconics were there, Alexa Bliss, oh yeah, um, Devon Dudley, Christian was there for a little bit. Beth Phoenix, Natalia stopped by. 
EC3. Like people Steve just on there. Uh, well, he's a he's a backstage Booker guy, you know. So he just stopped in. To, oh, all uh, right. I didn't know that. Uh, he was there with Christian, and um, but the iconics were hilarious. And uh, yeah, it's worth watching next time it's on. Like they they, they hopefully they do it again. I don't know if they'll do it again, but uh, it was really entertaining. And our truth isn't Pat McAfee in. from around here somewhere. I have no idea. No idea. I thought he was, but maybe not. He's like the outspoken guy. No, he's he's just funny. He's not really out like. No, he's from oh. he's from Plum. Oh no shit. Yeah. Not that. Plum, PA. That's where Lance lives. Oh, Lance is going to WrestleMania, by the way. I know yeah. I told you this, but I'm letting everybody know. Yeah, how yeah, about that? Our buddy Lance. Lance is going to WrestleMania. And he's Isn't it going to be cold outside? It's outside. Isn't it in, like, Giant <laughs> Stadium? Oh, I don't know. I just no, I, I just arena. assume Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, maybe. But uh, Tuffy, he's, he's sitting ten rows back from the ring at WrestleMania. That sounds expensive. Well, he got him free. Free. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's at MetLife Stadium. It's at uh, the Giants and Jets Stadium. Wow. Ooh. That could be risky for April. Yeah. Um, huh. What was I going to say? Well, well Tuffy, earlier I was talking to Larry on the phone about this, and I said, Larry, if uh, if you had WrestleMania tickets, 10 rows back, but it was in New York City, would you go? And Larry, tell him what you said. Oh, I would absolutely go. If I had WrestleMania tickets at the top of the fucking dome, I would go. See, I was shocked by that, because I just assumed you would say no. Yeah, I'm kind <laughs> like, of surprised, too. Not, not, not WrestleMania. WrestleMania, I, I definitely want to go to WrestleMania. Well, well, why don't we buy tickets and go, Larry? Let's let's make it happen. Well, next year it's in Florida. You know, by the time we buy plane tickets, airfare tickets, we're in for like well, we three could... grand. Well, we could get tickets for New York. Let's go. Oh, you mean this year? I doubt it's sold out. <laughs> you don't think WrestleMania does it? Usually sell out in like five minutes. No. Yeah. Already, you, it sells out pretty really quick. Think? Huh? Uh, I, I thought because wow. those tickets go on sale like like a year ahead of time. Like the Tampa, oh. Florida ones will go on sale like within the next week or two. Well, well, how about it, Larry? Let, let's 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 go to WrestleMania. Let's make plans. Yeah, the cheapest ticket for resale right now is like five hundred dollars. <laughs> Yikes! Damn. Yeah, I don't really. I, I like WrestleMania, but not five hundred dollars. Well, I saw Larry. They're running some contest on the the website. You vote for your favorite tag team, and and you can win free tickets to WrestleMania this year. So maybe you'll win, Larry. Go ahead. Favorite tag team currently or ever? Uh, all time. They have a, a bunch you can pick from, but um, like the Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation, they're all there. And um, demolition. <laughs> yes, demolition. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the contest is sponsored by Coke Orange Vanilla. Yeah, I want to try that. It looks it looks good. Oh. It seems like a weird combination, <laughs> orange vanilla. No, it's creamsicle. Yeah, oh, orange okay. and vanilla themselves sound good, but. You had Coke in there. It seems like a weird mix. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try some if I see it at the store tomorrow. 
Uh, speaking of weird flavor combinations, uh, my mother was upset the other day because she had a hankering for Cheetos, right? But when yeah. she was at the store, she picked up a bag of cheese curls, not uh-huh. Cheetos, and they were right. honey-flavored fla- honey cheese curls. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing at all, does it? Honey-flavored cheese curls? Yeah. She said they tasted terrible. Yeah. She threw them away. Honey-flavored <laughs> cheese curls? Hmm. I would eat them, but... Uh... <laughs> you know who wouldn't eat them? Ray Mysterio, and that's why he would tap your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, never, no, there's just no way. I'm fucking Ray Mysterio up. <laughs> there's nowhere to jump around be. in my living room. How great would it be? Mysterio just punches you right in the balls. You fall down over to <laughs> the couch, and he six one nines you on the edge of the couch. Bang! That'd be great. <laughs> it'd be better. It'd be better if you just six nine me on the end of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just want Ray Mysterio to come over. That's all. <laughs> well, the other thing, though, Larry, if he does come to your house and knocks on the door, you open the door. You make sure you look down. Or you won't even notice he's there. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably fucking yeah, I'd probably look right over him. Uh, what is he like? Five four? Uh, he's very five, small. Nine. He's listed at five nine. Uh, so really, he's only two inches shorter than me. But he's no so five tiny six. Five six. Okay, not five nine. Oh, he's so listed he's five six. So he's probably five four. So he's yeah. basically Jim Ivino. If you want to. Yeah. Oh my God. I would fuck him and Jim Ivino <laughs> at the same time. He, he can bring Speaking Jim, Jim Ivino with him, and he still loses. Speaking <laughs> of Jim Ivino, did you guys ever talk about that thing at that Pittsburgh newspaper with the crazy owner who came in all drunk? No, never heard about it. Um, huh. yeah. You talking about Dick Scaife? Could be. He's done the trade. I just remember I read the. Uh, the Post Gazette publisher oh, okay. came into the newspaper drunk mm-hmm. one night because uh, he was pissed off that the staff was trying to unionize. Ooh. So then the the union people published a bunch of eyewitness accounts, and uh, one of them mentioned that something happened near Jim Ivino's office. I knew shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jim Ivino has an office? What the hell? <laughs> wonder what happened. wonder how many panda... How many panda bears are in Jim Ivina's office right now, this minute? Mm. At least 11. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know Jim had an office. we got to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Office. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't yeah, even see him, uh, like, I barely see him retweeting Post-Gazette articles anymore, or Trib, whatever, whichever paper he works for. Yeah, one of the eyewitnesses, the commotion started around 10 p.m. I looked up to see John Block standing at the Guild Bulletin Board outside of Jim Ivino's office. <laughs> <laughs> so if Jim Ivino has an office, that pretty much means he probably is someone superior at that office, right? So he – could you imagine Jim Ivino being your boss? No. <laughs> I'd be – Like I'd, Jim telling you to do something? Like, yeah, okay, Jim. Nah. Yeah, okay, right on. Just fuck him <laughs> <up>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, kid. <laughs> okay, Jim. I got some I got some golf clashing to do. You let me know when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Go have some honey flavored cheese curls, you fucker. 
<laughs> I would eat those. Oh man! So, all right, all right are, are we, we done? done? I, I haven't only eat, got five I, minutes. I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten all day. I need to go eat some toast. It's almost midnight. Right. Yeah, I just woke up a little. Well, Jank. <laughs> Yo. Thank, thank you for coming on the show and uh, filling us with all the movie knowledge that you did. Appreciate it. And your love <laughs> yeah. of and your love of Captain Marvel. Yeah, paranormal oh, it's the best. Is, is, is Captain <laughs> yeah, Marvel talking about it that is Sunday? It, is it better than Paranormal Activity? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Which hurts me to say. Oh my god! Is it yeah. better than Hereditary? Ah, right. uh, no. <laughs> wow! I think I'd rather watch oh Hereditary. God. Yikes! Holy shit! <laughs> All right. What about Iron Fist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least Iron Fist was, I mean, that was longer. So I guess Captain Marvel might beat that just by the fact that you're in and out in like two and a half hours. Yeah. But it was way too long. <laughs> two and a half hours. Like, Good God. It, yeah, it didn't even need to be as long as it was. It just felt like it was never, the plot was never going anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize it was all spacey and sci-fi bullshit. It just seemed like Guardians of the Galaxy, but with a girl. I didn't want to yeah, watch. and not even as interesting. Like, they go, and within the first, like, ten minutes, they're off on some kind of Kree mission to some world where the scrolls have invaded. So you're like, all right, some cool space stuff. This will be interesting. They land on this planet where it's just, like, brown poo gas all over the place, so you can't see anything other than, like, brown fog. <laughs> it's just like, well, Ooh, this is nice. terrible. <laughs> yeah, I like two gas. <laughs> I, I, I just right. can't get over well, the, um, the "I'm Just a Girl" song. I, I still can't get over that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> like, like, does the whole audience just moan when that happens? Like, oh, come on. So that is. <laughs> Uh, I, and this was like the first audience where like nobody made any kind of noise for the most part. It was just kind of like you could tell nobody was really into into it. Um, there wasn't the usual laughter, and I'm, I'm glad there was no like clapping because that usually annoys the piss out of me. <laughs> Good lord! Go. All right, all right. And Thanks, Tuffy. Jank. Thanks, Tuffy. Yeah, yep. thanks, Tuffy. So. Tuffy, if people want to follow yeah. you, it's at Daniel Dykstra on the Twitter, right? Sure. Just go watch the uh, <laughs> Red really Letter tweet. Media. Just go watch the Red Letter Media review of Captain Marvel. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was, was great. it half in the bag? Much better than the movie. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's half in the bag. Yeah, half in, half in the bags are good. I like half in the bags. Mm-hmm. I, I like anyone see- that rich dude though. He's the best. Did any did anyone see if uh, Mike L likes Captain Marvel? I'm gonna watch the review once. Uh, I think uh, this he did like it. I think he did. Street Dreamer also liked it a lot. I saw him tweeting about it. So, all right, and uh, yeah. edit one nine. Is it no? It's one nine books dot com, and go over there. Mike Dell has a new book, and Brandon's shit's still over there. So you can get that, and uh, there's some other stuff. So go there, buy some books, reading's fundamental and all that shit. And uh, 
at LCS Hockey One Nine. If you want to follow Mike Dell on the Twitters. All right, Jank. I'll talk to you Sunday, maybe if I figure Sounds out. Sounds good. Skype. <laughs> All right. I have confidence uh, in you. Next week. Yeah, I have twenty <laughs> some odd hours to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Next week, who knows? Probably nothing. But you know, that's what we do. Pass the gin, Governor. Oh, I missed. Right, here we go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh.